millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome, everybody, to the second annual Wikis with your host, the stupid awesome analyst Jonathan, the hard man with harder opinions Andrew, King Baby Duck Evan, and 42 Believer Sarah. We're counting down the greatest and worst anime of 2016. And here is your hosts, Wicked Anime! Yay! <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Yay! Tell yes, who will be taking home these beautiful golden statues depicting of a cute Japanese girl pushing her skirt down after a gust of wind blew it up during a day where she just so happened to not be wearing underwear? <laughs> But um, how did you fit 70 cat girls on it? That's amazing. Wow. Look at it. Wait a minute. This foil. Is this chocolate? Mmm. I wish we had those, really. Only if it's dark mm. chocolate. It's milk chocolate. <laughs> dark skin hey. chocolate. Ooh, dark skin girls, yes. <laughs> dark skin 70 cat girls. Yeah. 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 Welcome, everybody, to the second annual Wikis. Uh, this is going to be quite the show. We have so many categories to go through to take home the honor of being the best anime of 2016. And That's holy right. crap, this year was one of the greatest years of anime <laughs> since I started watching anime. Yeah. I we- couldn't agree more with you. Like, I know that normally on my show we do a grade rating, but this was a solid A for anime this year. And we really don't care what you, the viewers, think because we're going to, you know, just go ahead and say what the winners are. (laughs) Yeah. You have no say in this. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's our show. Um, One-way conversation. (laughs) I don't know if you you all kept track of how many shows you watched this year, but I watched 67 shows in total this year. I can actually count. Me too. Right now. You you have... I, I just have my Crunchyroll queue open. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot that I should probably open up my anime queue as well. For shows that are not on Crunchyroll. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you can count that. But man, I, I even have... I've gone through the nomination list for everything that I'm going to nominate this year. And <laughs> I have so many shows that I just had to stick into an honorable mentions category, which I'll put at the end of the show if I actually don't nominate anything. Because they didn't even make a category at all. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know. What do we do? Uh, he, here we go. Um... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anybody have any, anybody have anything to say about their their year of anime before we jump into the categories? It was a really uh, really good year of anime. Yeah. And if I thought I was going to be broke last year from all the great anime, I am really going to be broke this year. <laughs> the only thing I have to say is that I I watched a lot of anime, but I didn't watch a lot of like 
currently airing anime. <laughs> so it was a lot harder for me to make my list just because I just didn't end up watching a lot of the current anime this year. But I did enjoy the year today. This Not today. But this whole year has been amazing for anime. I totally agree with that. So what you're right. saying is in the same fashion as last year, everything that you nominate is going to start with the word haiku. <laughs> Okay, just because that's right doesn't give you the right to call me out on it. <laughs> all right, You're right. We we'll can, let the categories let's speak all, for themselves. Yes, let's all agree 2016 in general sucked, but anime in 2016 was amazing. Yeah, we got to Very hide so. we got to hide away in our Chunibyu holes and <laughs> <laughs> and make sure and pretend like there's nothing wrong in the world. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. Duck and cover. <laughs> so we're going to start off in our first category, or first group of categories, which is the music section. Mm-hmm. And kicking us yeah. off in the music section is going to be the best anime soundtrack that we had, which is the the music that you hear within a show that makes your your ears just delighted to... It, it, it engrosses you in the story, and it makes you feel a certain mood when you hear this music. So good. Um, this is not the work of pop idols or anything like that that you'll hear at the opening and closing. That's afterwards. So, yeah. best soundtrack of 2016. Oh, for anybody who doesn't remember how we did the wikis last year, uh, all four of us are going to pick one nomination, and then we're all going to collectively choose what nomination absolutely deserves the best soundtrack, or the best of the category. So, who would like to go first on their nomination for best soundtrack? Can, can, can I get it away with that way you guys can just make fun of me and then I don't have to deal with it? Yes. Sure. Because I'm going to nominate Haikyuu. <laughs> right <laughs> off the Yeah. And see, the thing is, you said that, and then I was like, oh, damn, and we're starting with music, which is where I nominated Haikyuu like a million times. So. <laughs> Haikyuu did have a lot of really good music in it. I it did have some really very did, powerful and- songs, yeah. And that's why I'm nominating it, just because there's so many, there's just so many songs in Haikyuu that get my blood pumping, and that's what I want out of a soundtrack. And since that's exactly what I got, how how can I nominate anything else? Yeah. And again, um, not only the music soundtrack for for Haikyuu, but also the sound effects are some of the most realistic sounding sports sound effects I've ever heard ever. You actually feel like you're there in the stadium. My best soundtrack of 2016, I am nominating Drifters. Uh, Drifters has the coolest soundtrack that goes with the greatest action of all these mismatched eras together all at once. And it gives you this really hardcore spaghetti western metal, ready to go to war western style you know, music, especially that really awesome, badass, hardcore uh, uh, preview dun, dun, for the dun, next dun, episode. Dun, 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 yeah, that on the whammy bar. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Well, guess so, what? My Drifters. pick, too, for best soundtrack is also Drifters. It was Drifters. Because, dude, like, every time you hear that music, you just, your feet just start pounding the ground because you just get so into not just the music, but the action that's just taking place on screen. My God, it was like the most badass score I've heard in an anime this year. Okay, but remember our rules for the wikis is that nothing can be nominated twice. Oh, God. I nominated Drifters. However, I have a backup. If you want to nominate Drifters, I'll nominate something else. Let's All right, fine. I'll ruin your nomination then. <laughs> so Evan nominated Drifters, and uh, I'll go with the the easy one here. I'm going to nominate JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. 
I mean, like, that classic style slap bass that gets your blood pumping for some pretty boy violent action. Uh, because I actually really didn't pay attention, please bear with me, I'm sick. I, because I didn't really pay attention too, too much to any of the soundtracks per se, just really the opening and closings, um, I'm gonna have to say 91 Days. Because 91 Days created oh. a soundtrack that, uh, fit the atmosphere. Oh, it had that it swing like, music? Yeah, like oh, the swing music so good. and, uh, like that 50s style, um, like time period music. Uh, lots of trumpets and saxophones. It was... That's what I have to go with. Yeah, that... Because I... Because... Uh, uh, let's just all raise our hands right now, except for Sarah, that Drifters wins. Cause, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because I would have I also have voted for Drifters, because it just... It's an action anime that fits the action. So there mm-hmm. you have it. A nearly que- clean sweep uh, that everybody... Almost everybody agrees that the best yeah. music of 2016, the best soundtrack, goes to Drifters. Sorry, oh, sorry about that. Sorry, sorry, I, I ruined it. I, I ruined our mo. I ruined the whole thing with the first one. I'm sorry. It, well, if it's, I'm sure if um we have to get back into the swing of it. I'm sure if Drifters had more gay volleyballs in it than than no, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it had those uh tri- had those trios that Saint Gemini and what's th- those two other guys. <laughs> I, listen, it's okay. I'm I'm gonna nominate Haikyuu like yeah. Five more. We're times. gonna have it's plenty okay. of chances for Haikyuu. I'm not salty at all. Yeah, Haikyuu's gonna be like um. I don't know, anything that Leonardo DiCaprio is in, just like, just give him an award, my God. (laughs) The next one that we're going to do is the best ending theme to an anime this year. The best ending theme song that you find at the tail end when those credits are rolling. Uh, Evan, go. I'm going to have to go with the song Soriwa Chisana Hikaru no Yuna by Sayuri, which was the end theme to Erased. Oh. One of the most beautiful songs that came out this year that just simply gave you goosebumps every time you listen to it. Very cool, very cool. Uh, Sarah, nominate Haikyuu. Uh Yeah, I'm nominating Haikyuu uh, because <laughs> the, the ending is amazing, uh, and I really love it, and I think it's a great collection to all of Haikyuu's openings and endings. It fits in perfectly with, with everything, and I love it. I think season three for me personally was the weakest of all, or not? Maybe not. Maybe really? Season, yeah, I don't know. Um, I wasn't feeling it with uh, with this the music in this season of IQ, or at least the. I, I I felt that way at the beginning, and then I don't know what changed. I think I just. I just, I, every, anything that Haikyuu does, I'm just going to love it. And I just trust that it knows better than I do. Actually, sorry, I retract that statement. I actually, I, I was thinking of the opening. The ending theme to Haikyuu this season was actually one of my I actually, favorites for the ending. I actually yeah. watched the ending to Haikyuu every time. Yeah, me too. I, 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 I me too. Not only that, but the artwork was, was great I know, too. see, I loved working, I loved looking at the, uh, it's, it's almost like, uh, the artwork for the ending theme was like pre-sketch animation. Yeah, like but it, it was, it, it was, it, it was but it perfectly and... illustrated every single character in one dynamic. That's, pose. that's what I loved. That's what I loved mm-hmm. is like all of the ways their expressions and the way they're moving is like representative of their character, and it was just really awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, I, Andrew, what's yours? Because I have a toss-up between two. I don't know which one to nominate. Um, I honestly don't remember watching any and uh, any endings this season. Hmm. So yours would probably be on the end of Haikyuu as well then, huh? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, then this puts me in a really, really hard pickle. Uh, unless I can give you one. Sure. What do you, what do you got? Uh, Space Adventure Luluko. 
Air I, Space Patrol Lulu Go. Was there an ending theme to yeah, that? Yeah, remember the yeah, Teddy Lloyd theme? Teddy Lloyd it was, it was a Teddy Lloyd remix. Um, and we, remember the black and white paper cutouts that they took of... Oh, of yeah, Lulu yeah, Go? yeah. I skipped past that. Really? Oh, I loved it. I mean, oh. I liked it, but I didn't love it. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, then, I'll, I'm going to nominate the choice that I was really looking forward to, which was the ending theme to Magical Girl Raising Project. I which, still haven't uh-huh. seen it. I haven't seen it. Oh, gosh. It's so good. It's uh, Devin, you know the name off, off the top of your head. It is Dreamcatcher by Nano. Yes. Um, holy crap. It, it's it's like the, the sound of a really chill, low-key, bloodstained child soundtrack. Uh, really haunting... It, it encapsulates the perfect uh, feeling of the show, the darkness of it. Oh, it, it was so good to listen to and so haunting and so creepy. I always had to watch something happy after watching Magical yes. Raising Project, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> but in this case, it, to me, it sounds like that the uh, it, we're all in agreement, though. That Haikyuu actually did have a pretty good ending. Yeah, this, no, Haikyuu yes. to me was the one that I watched all the time. We did it, Sarah. We did it. Second, it only took two. Yeah, second category. Pick another damn anime. (laughs) Good job. Nico touches the walls for a nice end theme to Haikyuu again. Yeah, really, really upbeat, positive, happy. I love it. La, Um, la, 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 la. A plus. I would play it on repeat and memorize all the words and do all that good stuff. (laughs) Um, Okay, so our last category for um, music is the best opening theme of 2016 which i believe in my heart that i have already picked an automatic winner. yeah it's yes it's really really hard not to go with this automatic winner i I know what i know what you're gonna say but i I think i do have another nomination okay can i say i I don't know if i should say my last because i don't want anybody else to say it i want you to take it from me um (laughs) so my nomination this year for best opening of uh, 2016 is Lay Your Hands on Me by Boom Boom Satellites from Kiss from Kiznaiver. Yeah. And like it's to, to me it is such an important nomination for me especially because we lost the lead singer this year of Boom Boom Satellites to brain cancer. But not only that yeah. but it was one of the most amazing openings I've it ever was, seen to an anime. Like it was Studio Trigger just doing their thing. It was so unconventional from every other anime opening ever. And it was just so beautiful. It was like watching a kaleidoscope with your favorite anime characters and like, oh, so psychedelic. Mm-hmm. And that Boom Boom Satellite song, Lay Your Hands on Me, I could listen to it forever. I'm so happy. I'm actually happy that tr- the track is almost like seven minutes long because I could just listen to it forever. Yeah. It's so mm-hmm. good. That's a good nomination. All right, everybody, beat that. <laughs> beat that. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, do have an, I do have an answer, but I can't beat it. Okay. It's the opening theme song to Keijo. No, because okay. because uh, the opening theme song to Keijo is so fun to listen to. Like as much as and yes, I know Sarah likes the anime, and I I ha- I have a don't worry, I have a soft spot for the anime as well. They revealed the Keijo mascot as Tits McGee at the end. I, I yeah, um, I um, I'm on episode nine. I I, I fell behind because I was just like, do I want to watch this right now? Nah. And then like you know, eleven episodes later, I'm just like, oh yeah, I have to watch that. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, I have a soft spot for Keijo. Uh, it's fun to watch every once in a while. Um, but that opening theme song, every time I watch Keijo, I, I watch the opening theme song because it's so good. It's very, um, it's very 90s. 
<laughs> it's like Blake White 82 in some places. Eh. No, because it's good. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Wow. Shots fired. Travis Barker, go back to the Aquabats. <laughs> Way to bruise my childhood. Thanks a lot, jerk. <laughs> it's a, hey, don't, don't, don't sweat all the small things. <laughs> Evan, what's your nomination? Wait, what you, uh, you know what? I had to go with Dean Fujioka with History Maker from Yuri on Ice. I knew that was going to be a nomination. And yes, <laughs> that song is, is just incredible. too damn good. It's like, I find myself I'm not, I'm when I'm at work, when I'm feeling like really stressed out, I find myself singing that song to myself to try to calm me down. Broken English and all that is such a fantastic opening. The animation is spot on. The music goes great with it. The timing is just so slightly off in one place. And me as an editor hits me when when the music drops and they don't splash on Yuri on Ice a half a second too late. And it bugs the crap out of me every time. But I love that song. Great, now I'm going to see it too. <laughs> okay. I, I want to surprise you all and say that it's not Haikyuu. Okay. Okay. Yay. It's the opening to Mob Psycho 100. Oh. oh, yeah, that's a good because one. The, I, 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 the, oh, just the song aside, the graphics to the opening are also really amazing. Yeah. But the song is also really amazing, and I just want to recognize that because I watch that opening every single time. You, like, you can catch something new every time you watch it because there's so much detail in it. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's just, it's just the, how trippier it gets as it goes on and on and on. I, it, I'd fall for it every single time. It's amazing. My honorable mention goes to Scorching Ping Pong Girls. Yeah, that one is good. Yeah, um, it's so happy. Like and, well, and it's sung by the main cast. Yeah, and I always love, love, love theme songs that are sung by the main cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially because um, Hanabi, the the blonde haired one, who's like always wee, mm-hmm. um, she, when when her part comes up on the song, um, it it like shows her character. So like, in in the opening theme song, so it looks like she's kind of singing it. Mm-hmm. And it works so well, but their voices, the voice cast that they have in the show works so well for the singing of the theme song. So, yeah. and it's really catchy. It so is. I, I really like so happy and upbeat. And I've recently found out that I think Hokuto is my favorite character. <laughs> Hokuto is cute. Uh, um, but I, I really like Hanabi. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like Hanabi oh, too. I like the captain. Though. I like the captain too. I really like the captain. She's cool. The, the ponytail always has her yes. eyes closed. Yeah. She's cool. I like her. Uh, <laughs> but I like Hanabi. So. Yeah. Now that and normally played. I don't say this. Normally I don't say this, but I feel like the voice cast should start their own idol unit and start making their own albums. That's how good the song was. So, <laughs> so what do we choose? Um, oh, Boom Boom Rockets, Boom Boom Satellites. Oh, Boom Boom, Boom yeah. Rockets is, a, is an excellent PS One yeah. game. PS <laughs> PS One, PS Three. I thought. Anyway, uh, yeah, Boom Boom Satellite. My hand for... goes up for Boom Boom Satellites too, but I'm I'm a little biased. <laughs> Sarah, I, I'm gonna vote for my mob psycho 100 nominee <laughs> and i'm gonna vote for history maker which technically means boom boom satellites i guess wins victory hey I, it happens yeah <laughs> yep. no it's it's our show sarah, sarah 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 have you seen kisniver i have not if, actually so i i could this i could be wrong and maybe i fall in love with it the way you guys do um it's it really is i i highly highly recommend even just watching the opening. just the opening that is that ends our music section of the wikis congratulations everybody Woo. uh yeah. nothing about it now we're moving on to our first major section which is part one of the best of 2016 and first up in our 
category for best of 2016 is the show with the best animation. Okay, Joe. What? <laughs> 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 um, I said a funny joke. <laughs> now, this was actually a really hard section for me to pick from because I have four major ones that I want to nominate. But I think for me personally, my pick for 2016 is My Hero Academia. Holy crap, not only is that show just straight up amazing and one of the greatest superhero things ever, All Might is one of the greatest characters ever made. The animation was so top-notch that I was stunned at how good it was. There was another anime this season where the animation was really high quality, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, well, that's just it. If, if, we, if we go through our nominations, I'll throw out some, some honorable mentions. For, for this season. So my my nomination, though, is I'm throwing down My Hero Academia. Mine's also a Bones animation. It's not My Hero, my Hero Academia, but I have to give Best Animation to Mob Psycho 100. Of Probably course. the most unique-looking series of the year that stays true to one's original drawing style. And even with its often deformed look, the action sequences were just straight-up amazing. Well, I suppose if you want to go with, like, I, it's not my nomination, at least. Yeah, no, it's not my nomination. Um, but the if you want to go with, like, sticking to one style, oh, man, Drifters is, like, holy crap. They they look like, it looks like uh, Gear and Okoda's. Yeah, style. it does. It's, it stays true to the art, <coughs> the art of the uh, of the creator. Um, That's for sure. Yeah. My nomination is uh, Cabanery and the Iron Fortress. Oh, yes. So, Cabanery and the Iron Amazing. Fortress. Amazing. Um, if you watch movies like a Ghibli film or Steam Boy, uh, you can definitely tell there's a difference in animation quality between a movie and a TV show. There's at well, least four frames a second in well, the show. Well, Cabanery, yeah. That's a joke. Uh, Cabanery <laughs> of the Iron Fortress looks like a film in yep. every single episode. <laughs> yep. Um, it does not look like an anime. It looks like a film. Yeah, at, I mean, I can't even believe that they release bi-weekly yeah. with that show because it, it, it would, it, for some people, it would take at least a month to put out the kind of quality animation that they put out in that show. Yeah. That have, is amazing. Have any of you guys seen Cabanery of the Iron Fortress? I don't have Amazon, no. so no. The way that the human anatomy would move, like they actually paid attention to how human anatomy actually flows from one point of the body to the next. Um, and, and they actually had multiple frames extra of animation more so than you i don't know where the budget came from for the show especially because it flew so far under the radar mm -hmm. it's amazing um that i i really recommend that everybody watch cabanery of the iron fortress i know you didn't stick with it jonathan yep um but i did because i like the story but even if you don't like the story just watch it for the animation yeah the, yeah. Qu the quality i'll abide i'll abide the animation was top notch for me uh, as far as animation um two of my top choices were stolen uh, i was gonna nominate either mob psycho 100 or boku no hero academia but uh <laughs> since i can't do that um my backup my third backup, I guess, is Flip Flappers. I uh. really liked a lot of the animation in Flip Flappers. A lot of, like, the weird monsters and stuff like that. Yeah, so, Flip Flappers was cool. Like, it did remind me of, like, early 2000s <laughs> Gynex. Yeah, yeah I agree places. with that. Like, part Fully Cooley, part Abinobashi. I'm hoping that the, the, the last episode will, because, uh, you know, the last episode hasn't aired yet, so I'm hoping the last episode will take it to, like, the next level. Me too. Uh, because it's got a little bit confusing because its head writer left halfway through the production of the show. Ooh, oh, jeez. Didn't know that. Ooh, that rough. <laughs> um, that, that, that explains a lot. Yep. 
It's it's so funny too. After um, you have so many animes that are exploiting the the industry that makes the shows. Like you know, you have Shirabako and you have all these things that explain to you what happens during a production and why things certain things may happen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, even watching Long Riders, uh, Long Riders is going through production hell right now. Uh, where you know they're missing release dates on episodes and everything like that, and you can see like the quality of the animation dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping. It's still a good show. I still really enjoy it, but it's so funny because now that you've seen Shirabako and I've personally been in the industry myself, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you just know where these things are happening and you get to actually physically see it happen. Right. So the, that's really good. Those are really good. My my, I actually those were three. You mentioned three of the nominations that I had. The only one that wasn't mentioned, which will be my honorable mention, would be Myriad Colors Phantom World. Yeah, it has some mm. pretty good animation. <laughs> Kyo Annie finds a way. Am I right? Yeah. Um, yep. It was really good, and it was very colorful and very creative. However, it doesn't beat a lot of the the shows that we had mentioned. For me, I mean, my nomination was My Hero Academia, and I had backup on that one. But I wouldn't put it above Cabanery of the Iron Fortress. This is true, but you also have to think of not just the quality of the animation, but also how it makes you feel the style. Right. You know, how it pushes forward the action. and. I know. I I mean, like, because Hero Academia, like, really made you feel the characters and... Mm -hmm. uh, Mm And made made you understand, like I mean, All Might alone, like you felt his power, right? In, in the way they animated it, and you just made, he just felt so cool yeah. the whole from, time. From a quality yes. perspective, it's not as high as Cabanary, right? Um, but from storytelling yeah. and visual stimulation, yeah, I'll go with and emotion. Hero. And emotion. I can go with my hero. My hero academia. I was gonna vote for Mob Psycho. You were gonna, gonna vote, vote for, for Mob, Mob Psycho. Psycho. You were gonna vote for Mob Psycho. Oh my gosh! So we're at, at a standstill here. Twitter. Although technically, Bones Twitter. animated both. I I personally don't think that Mob Psycho's animation was better than One Punch Man's animation, though. But well, no, but I think that they weren't. They, it wasn't trying to be at that level. It was trying to be at the original look of one's original comic. We could do a Twitter poll. We could do a Twitter poll. Let's do a Twitter. This is an Twitter poll. And then we'll we'll move on and then we'll come back. Yeah. So next in the best of 2016, we have the best story. The best written story that you have seen in 2016. Something that made you laugh so hard you couldn't stand it. Something that made you cry so much that that you you needed a hug. Um, Anything at all. (laughs) Kjo. Now... (laughs) My pick for it would also be the pick, I imagine, of um, Jessica of Nerdy Show, and who also helps us write uh, Wicked Anime's top picks. Um, She, I bet you anything, she would have chosen Orange, because Orange was a mighty fine drama this year. Mm -hmm. And it it would, I I have to, I'm inclined to agree. As a matter of fact, uh, that was one of my picks also for best soundtrack because it had an amazing soundtrack to it as well. Just the way that it was told, it kept you on the edge of your seat, but when an episode ended, you felt the satisfaction that you didn't... Like, you needed to know more, and you wanted to come back, but you were happy with the way that each episode ended to the point where you weren't suffering for the next episode. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it didn't... Like, every episode filled your cup, so to speak. And when you moved on to the next episode, you were happy to see where it went. And when you hit the end, ooh boy, like, oh, it had you, like, Orange had you rushing the whole way through. Uh, I really want 
to hear everybody else's answers because I have two, and I really want to go with one of them if somebody doesn't say the other one. Yeah, I, I can definitely um, nominate what I think was the best story, uh, and uh, I think that was definitely Yuri on Ice for okay. me. I agree. It's a very well-written story. It was. Uh, um, I'm sorry. I have no response because I still haven't watched it yet, and I feel ashamed. <laughs> I think I think a lot of it happened because of that one plot twist that they show you, and it just makes a lot of things just click and make sense for the characters' motivations in the show as a whole, which is why I think it's so fantastically written. Uh, and I just I really enjoy the relationship between all the characters on screen. So that's that's my pick. But uh, isn't that expected of me? For <laughs> it's okay. To Yuri on Ice's credit. This is the first Yowie show that I've ever watched the whole way through. So. <laughs> it's not Yowie. It's not Yowie. Okay, fine. Well, you're right. It's not Yowie, but it is pretty gay. <laughs> it, I, I have no problem with you calling it gay, but it's not Yowie. Oh, yeah. I'm not, saying that I'm not saying that there's a problem with that. It's just that when I watch shows, I typically don't watch things with Yowie elements yeah, well, in it. One that that's not that gay. Yeah. <laughs> Except for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> Except for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> Evan? Um, I guess for... Alright, so for best story for me, I have to go with Konosuba, God's blessing on this okay, wonderful good, world. Okay, good, because I was going to say Konosuba uh, as well, but if, if nobody was going to say... What, what, what? Mainly, because, let's see, you got the tale of four lovable assholes living in a Middle Ages-inspired world, and just the overall humor that the show had, it gave off a strong Blackadder, Father Ted, IT crowd vibe, in regards to its style of comedy. And it's one of those shows where you can watch more than once and you can catch new jokes every single time. It's like watching an old BBC program. It's like watching Monty Python or Benny Hill. You can watch you can watch it like four or five times and there's something new and funny every time you watched it. I've watched Konosuba like four times already and I see something new every time I do. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, because I was also going to say Konosuba, none of you guys said Erased. Like, Erased is one of the best shows I have seen ever, almost. Well, I, right. I, well, Erased was, like, my second best, was number two on my list. Yeah, well, okay, so, because um, from a comedy perspective, and as far as, like, jokes being written, and how solid, like, every episode made me feel, that was definitely Konosuba. But as far as, like, a show goes, as far as how solid the story is from beginning to end, and uh, that crazy horror slash mystery aspect that was given to the show i was just like mm -hmm. at the end of every episode i was just like that can't be like n no like what do i do i need another one <laughs> you know yeah, so I was, yeah it was the same way but the thing about that made it different was like once erased was over like okay i'm like i love the show it was fantastic but it, i never got the urge to watch it again just by myself but with konosuba i had the urge to watch it all the time it's a very good point in the same respect, I probably won't watch Orange again unless there's more to it. Uh, I'm still sticking with Erased because that was one of the best written shows I've ever seen. I mean, you're not wrong. Most... No, you're not wrong at yeah. all. I mean... But as I, as I said, I was going to say Konosuba mm -hmm. if, if, if somebody else was going to say Erased first. Oh, but damn, do I love Konosuba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Season you know, two I... in like a week. 
I know. I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly happy. Listen, I'm perfectly happy with saying Konosuba. I'm, so, I'm, I'm so excited that Konosuba is coming out with another episode, but it's only 10 episodes, and that's way too short. Yeah. Well, think of all the best comedies that are out here in America that are 10 episodes per season, like Louie, Man Seeking Woman, You're the Worst. A lot, of, a lot of comedies here in America are just 10 episodes long, and then they come back for the next season, and these are still on their A-game. We're probably going to see the same thing happen with Konosuba. Yeah, but, like, the difference between the American market and the Japanese market is you can have a Japanese property and then, boof, it vanishes without a trace. Uh, yeah. where, whereas here, like, those shows like that have so much backing and so much money behind them that even if, it do, even if it's crap, like, they'll still make another season of it, like, without getting canceled. So, uh, so like, when, so when you have a, a second season of, like, one of your favorite animes ever, it's like, oh! So... <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm I'm perfectly happy with saying Kono, Konosuba has a really yeah, well written story. So best story of 2016, Konosuba. Congratulations! I bet we're gonna get a lot of hate for that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but <laughs> I have a feeling that we are going to be seeing a race again in this show. Oh sure, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So. Next up in best of part one, I think these next couple of categories are going to go by real fast, which I hope we do because we're 40 minutes into this recording. Danger. <laughs> um, <laughs> next up, most educational anime. What did we learn? Oh, yeah. What did we learn the most from while watching a show this season? My nomination for this year is Dagashi Kashi. I freaking love Was that this year. That was this year. No way. Yeah. Gosh, gosh, it was this year. I yeah. love everything about Japanese candy now because of that show. I am fascinated <laughs> with it, and it's the reason why we keep pumping out snack episodes on our channel. Where yeah. did Gashigashi come from? Uh, it was a manga. I, I, don't, I do not have it in my stolen it, stuff. It was Funimation. It was Funimation. It is not in my stolen stuff. It, so. it absolutely Stop was. Stop talking about the anime you stole. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's most certainly um, one there really that should wasn't be. I, you know else? what? Just, just, just because I'm gonna nominate Yuri on Ice again. I learned a lot about ice skating uh, from watching Yuri on Ice. Uh, the the whole like kiss and cry and just at the competitions in general. I learned a lot. That okay? That's very true. Yes, uh, I, I did learn more than I ever wanted to know about. And you know what, Sarah? You actually taught me a lot about I, the history of ice skating in that episode, that sports episode that we did with Evan on his show. Yes. <laughs> in the same yes. way that we learned a lot about volleyball by watching IQ. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> know a lot about it. Sports volleyball. anime, you just learn. It's like, yeah. just you just, it's just hand in hand. Well, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I think is, um, I already knew everything going into watching Ice Shield. Yeah, right. Well, cool. um, well, well, yeah, because yeah, now we have all out, and we're learning about that kind of stuff. But um, I know nothing about rugby now. Are you kidding me? Well, that's, <laughs> that's kind of true. It, it really is just is like oh, muscly men who want to buck, butt sex each other. Okay. <laughs> like, this isn't the MMA, folks. This isn't. The MMA. <laughs> I don't know. All out kind of is. Oh my gosh! What the hell? All out is all out in their pants. still not as bad as turkish oil wrestling um i can't comment on that so i i see jonathan's nominations and and uh i really want to go with his answer uh but i have an insane answer which is long riders because i've learned so much about bicycling it's insane like i know almost everything about bicycling in japan now that i've never wanted to know 
That's that's what happened when I watched Yamushi pedal. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, they teach you how to buy a bike, how much bikes cost, what you need to do to repair your bike, um, how to clean your bike properly. I was just like, that, what the They hell? did that for the motorcycle anime Bakuo in this year, too, ex- except that show bored the crap out of me. I was like, I don't care about motorcycles. I hate motorcycles. I don't care about bicycling either, but the cute girls were, like, good enough to make That didn't even happen with Bakuo, and there were cute girls all over the place in Bakuo, and it was a terrible show. It was okay. I mean, I only gave it a seven out of ten on my pot on my uh, website, but it was okay. Yeah, seven out of ten for washing your bike in a bikini. Um, I uh, I would say um, girlish number, but I I already know yeah, too much of- about the uh, the voice acting industry. Mm-hmm. So. Um. For maybe educational, maybe for like a life lesson in regards to like raising a kid and how to feed him or her properly, maybe saying most educational anime for me would be Sweetness and Lightning. Okay, I knew knew that one was going to come up. And I agree. Not only did we learn how to cook awesome food, but we also learned about the hardships of single fatherhood. And absolutely. In my my perspective, um, you know what? I probably should have said Sweetness and Lightning for the best written anime. As well, yeah, it was a pretty good written, a uh, best story. It's too late. Kota Suba has it. <laughs> well, yeah. But. Listen, that one's also gonna come up again. I yeah. promise you. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll raise, I'll raise my hand for sweetness and lightning because long riders. I, I really don't care about bicycles. I just want to say because it was eclectic. Yeah, <laughs> that that's true. I mean, while I do like my candy, sweetness and lightning did was you know amazing in in every yes. way. But educational, I mean. It didn't. Sweetness and Lightning's purpose wasn't really to teach you about something, um, but it gave you the recipes at the end of every episode. Yeah, yes, it, it did. did. Uh, I, Sarah, hey, yes, that's that's fine with What's, me. What about you? I, I already. I mean, Yuri and Ice. Oh my gosh, she's sticking with her answer. She, we, she cannot be swayed. This woman. <laughs> now here's the weird thing because when we were when we when I pre- was preparing for this episode, I actually wrote down Dagashikashi as my most educational anime. But with all of you choosing Sweetness and Lightning, I've been swayed to go with my honorable mention as well. Which Should is we go Sweetness, with Sweetness and Lightning. I mean, Sweetness and Lightning. Great, I, I, Sweetness and Lightning wins it, guys. Yay. Most educational anime. We learned the most. Not only did we learn how to cook, but we also learned about fatherhood. We so, learned how to love. We, we learned. Wicked yes. anime grew hearts. <laughs> no, we didn't. On that day, and, Wicked Anime's hearts grew three sizes. No, it didn't. So our next category: best short anime of 2016. Well, uh, okay. can I go first? Yes, you can go first. I, I'm nominating Seko Boys. Oh God. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. What that I don't is. even know what that is. Oh, you are oh, lucky oh, not oh, to know what that is. Let 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 me tell you <laughs> oh. about Seko Boys. <laughs> it is an all male idol group, but the idols are literally just busts of famous like. Oh, <laughs> that one. I've seen it on Tumblr. That one. Yeah, that one. I'm nominating that one. <laughs> Wonderful. There's actually a lot of short animes this year that are absolutely amazing. Um, yes, and that was it was really hard to choose. Yeah. As much as I want to, you know, nominate one from my favorite studio, Trigger of all time. I'm not going to say because somebody else might nominate it. I'm going to nominate Shelter. Um, oh my gosh, the, I that's I don't know if I'd count that as a short anime because it wasn't a series. Oh, but it was a six minute short. It was a six minute. It was short. a six, it was six a minute short. Six minute short. short. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to call that a short anime. Yeah, Shelter. Shelter was out of this world. I mean, like, heck, that one could have even gotten Best Animation. It it depressed me 
for the entire next day. I was like so sad after watching this six minute short that it told you an entire life story in this six minute music video. There you go. It could have been, that could have been nominated for best story too, because it didn't even have any words in it. Yeah. Freaking Porter Robinson. So that's, that's my nomination. If you haven't seen his shelter, go watch it. It's only six yeah. minutes long. And oh my gosh, like it's deep. amazing. Yeah. I'm going to go with Ninja Girl and Samurai Master. A yeah, very uh, fun retelling of a shinobi in Oda yeah. Nobunaga. No, Ninja Girl and Samurai Master is the best short anime I've seen in a million years. I There's do, like more laughs in those three minutes than a good chunk of the 30-minute comedies. I do have some other short animes to uh, give um, honorable oh. mentions to uh, before that. And uh, uh, Ouya-san, My Landlord. Is, is it a middle yeah. school? Yeah, that one's um, good. That one's really funny. Um, uh, Oji-san and Marshmallow. Oji-san and Marshmallow was really good. Um, Very good. Of course, there was Space Patrol Luluko. That was my other nomination. That was your other nomination. But Shelter had to go for it. Oh, Anime Detraining de- de- DX, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, um, I would, I would have to say, e- even though uh, Season 2 is not as entertaining as Season 1 was... Uh, the magical girl, Maho Shoujo Nanate. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. One, that one is really good. That one always makes me laugh because mm-hmm. um, it's it's cute and it's really funny in its shortness and how because they have magical girl powers, it has absolutely nothing. To, it affects their daily lives in no way, shape, or form. Yeah, but with those nominations, <laughs> as much as I, I wish Luluko was in there, I still think that overall, Ninja um, Girl and Samurai, Ninja girl and Samurai Master is mm-hmm. absolutely. The greatest short. Anime I mean, how ever how far along are you? Have you seen all twelve episodes as of this uh, recording? Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean that the, the whole banter between Chidori and Hanabe in that last episode was one of the funniest things. Yeah, oh, I I feel so much better now. Oh, by the way, what's your name? I am Hanabe. Oh, that's a cute name. All right, I'm off of go. After I go assassinate Hanabe, I'm gonna go visit Hanabe again. Hey, wait a minute! Yeah, yeah, and just the way that he was spewing up blood the whole time. Yeah, I mean, the it was so punchy, so great. I, I think that it deserves it. Yeah. I really do. Sorry, I'll vote it. for it, too. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. But I also like Seco Boys, and I knew someone else would nominate that one. Yeah, pretty, yeah, that's pretty much why all I had was was honorable mentions, because I knew I was going to nominate Ninja Girl and Samurai Master. Even still follow the rules of the... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm I broke. Sorry, the, I, I think we're all it. allowed to break the rule at least once. I broke the rule already. One of you broke the rule already. Two more left. We have two more. Okay, so don't um, waste it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so our next category: best dressed of 2016. Best dressed. My nomination is a throwaway. I'm gonna uh, nominate the entire cast of Nanbaka because they sparkled the entire anime. Literally, like every anime, they would purposely put sparkles around every single character on purpose just to make it that much stranger. Nanbaka? <laughs> yeah, it was Nanbaka is a show about a, an inescapable prison in the middle of oh, nowhere yeah, that yeah, nobody yeah. knows the location of it, and these four cellmates that was are all a master really, escapists. Yeah, that was a really stylish anime. It was funny for a time, <laughs> but it was just so dull that I didn't I didn't keep up with it. But even still, the costume designs were so intricate and so weird. Like, it, it, it was I, I, that I just had to nominate it. All right, who else? Um, I'll have to go with Yuri and Ice. Just beautiful outfits on the rinks and then fashionable looks off the ice. I mean, it was one of those shows where, like, 
when they're in their normal clothes, I'd be like, okay, I could see myself wearing that. I could totally pull that off. I so want to wear that. And I don't really do that much with anime. I like the uh, the the ice. The ice skating costumes, costumes. Too. All right, there you go. You just very, used, very you just used yours. You said not to waste them, and you just wasted it. I'm not. No, I'm not voting for that one though. I'm just agreeing with Evan yes. that it's good. Great. Yes. I have a different one I want to nominate. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. Fine. Put your waist back uh, in the back in the holster. I wanted to uh, to nominate Akigami no Shiryukihime. Um, because the second season came out this year, uh, and I think that that show, just all of their outfits in it are very well detailed and really interesting, and I always like anything that's got, like, historical elements to it, and Shirikihime is, like, pseudo-historical, so the outfits are that way, too, and that is A-plus for me. Um... I think the obvious answer would be JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but it's not that. Um, I think Izetta is the best dressed. Oh yes. Uh, I the I costume design in Izetta. I was love really cool. the costume designs in Izetta. Mm. Um, especially uh, specifically Izetta's costume, how she had like a um, a like a war garb and a casual garb, like two different costumes that she would switch between, but also very similar to one another. I liked her fancy garb, the the red one. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, I thought it was really cute, and and it it very it fits so much with the way I design my female characters that I just kind of fell in love with it. So uh, so I'm gonna say is that a best dressed? Mm. Very cool. Well, mine I know I already know mine's a throwaway, so I I'm not so I'm not even gonna worry about my nomination. But I actually want to throw in the ring for for Izetta as well. I really I also really like Izetta. Mm. Um. Are, are you? Yeah, I'm voting for you on this one. You, I, dang it! Come on, Evan, you traitor! I was gonna vote for your guy. <laughs> <sighs> oh well, I'll be over in my yaoi corner. <laughs> they still kissed. Ah. <laughs> Man, Sarah's like they did. Sarah's they just not having did. any luck this season. We won't hey, that's okay. Today, you, you, know, you win some, you lose some. We all are winners because the anime anime this year was so great. It's so it's that true. is true. It's true, ex- except but, for except for this season. What a lame cop out answer. Okay, so next you're welcome. <laughs> next um, category in best part one, we have the I'm not crying, you're crying award. Okay, I'm going first. I nominate Yuri on Ice because Yuri on Ice made me cry. <laughs> Thank you. Anybody else? For Yuri on Ice? No. No, not for Yuri on Ice. I'm not voting for that one. I know. <laughs> um, I think the only thing that made me cry was... No, not the only thing, but... Uh, no, Erased. Really? Mm. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think Erased did the best job at making me feel emotion. And I'm I'm manly and strong, so I don't feel emotion. <laughs> um, uh, so, so Erased really, like, punched me in my heart. Like, ah, ah, ah. So I, I, I love that. I will a lot. say that like the episode where Hana has her first cooked meal, like her very yeah. first breakfast. Yeah, I, oh I, gosh. I, I tell people the, that that moment is where I stopped watching The Simpsons and Family Guy. It's that's the one that uh, tore the internet like wide open. Like yeah. as soon as like that scene happened, like the very next day, the internet just like yeah. like with like everything about that. Scene. Why? Why did it kill? Uh, Simpson and Family Guy? Well, because I realized just how horrible the writing now is on both shows. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, you have, you have like, oh my gosh, look at this emotional range that they were able to give through animation. 
poop you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. like, Mike, why can't we have an animated show here in America with as much emotion like what they just did with Erased? And I actually brought this up in a... I'm uh, <coughs> The Last Airbender. Uh, well, that's, well, that's still a kid's show. Yeah. That's still a kid's show, though. I mean, like, an adult yeah. show that's not, you know, that's a that's not a comedy, you know? Because Erased well, isn't a kid's show. Well, it has kids in it. It has kids in it, but it's not a kid's show. But, it's, <laughs> but like, shows like Avatar the Last Airbender, Wakfu, I mean, they, they, they have their emotion in there, but there is also the comedy in there. And Erased was not a comedy. Like, maybe there was, like, one or two funny things in that entire series, but for the most part, it was all drama. And we don't get that in America. We don't get those dramatic cartoons that are just from start to finish, like, very somber. You know what I mean? <laughs> My nomination, I, I actually had an honorable mention because nobody else said the one that I'm actually going to nominate, but my, my honorable mention was Magical Girl Raising Project mm -hmm. because there were one or two scenes specifically in there that ripped my heart out of my chest. Like, Magical Girl Raising Project, you got to give it a shot. I, I, can't, I still got it. I, I still can't it. spoil it for you, but you have to see uh, these scenes. Yeah. The, the fact that it just rips you to the core when you figure out some of the secrets in this show and uh, oh my gosh, like just the endings of some episodes that leave you on a, just make you scream out loud that they're so crazy. I guess I gotta watch it. But my nomination is Sweetness and Light. Uh -huh. Because from episode, because this show from episode one, it could have ended after that first episode yeah. and it could have been a complete story and it could have broken you down and it could have beaten you into the dust yeah. with how amazing the storytelling was. Yeah, when you can watch an episode or watch a show and episode one makes you feel like you've watched the whole whole show already. Yeah. Like after episode one of Sweetness and Lightning came out, it, it was like, oh, that was a short anime. We like did, it was like a short movie or something yeah. like that. We didn't even have to um, we didn't even have to use our three episode rule on Sweetness and Lightning. We knew from episode one that that was it. Yeah, uh, it was it was pretty emotional and really good. Um, I would. I don't know, man. Um, I'll um I'll pick since since it was your honorable mention. I'll I'll go with Magical Girl Raising Project for my choice since you chose Sweetness and Lightning <laughs> because it was okay. one because Magical Girl Raising Project was one of those shows where I actually found myself talking to the anime community about on the uh, Anime Amino app that you, that's on iPhone and just seeing how like emotional everybody was after each episode and how emotional I was after each episode especially with some of the um I can't really say what happens too much on the show because it spoils one of like the most heart-wrenching things about this series yeah, yeah, don't say it. Don't say it. I won't say of, well, I'm not going to say it because because one of the characters says it throughout the entire show. One character can't stop talking about. I only have to wait six months, and then when you when you find out what that six months is, oh boy! Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, yeah, Magical Girl Raising Project highly recommend. But in this case, I think if it's something that rips you to the core, I actually have to agree with Andrew. Mm. Uh, the dinner scene in Erased. The uh, breakfast. breakfast scene. Oh yeah, it was the breakfast scene in Erased. Yeah. yeah, like oh my there, gosh, there is no other scene in any show I've ever seen. Like not even Elfin Lead, which was the show that tore my heart to shreds, mm -hmm. and even the manga, like the manga tore my heart to shreds. There was still no scene that just like beat the hell out of me emotionally, like that crying scene over yes. breakfast. I was just like, what is this? Uh, no, no. Here, so I, I have to want, want me to tell you how yeah. I can make you cry more. You can own that episode for a hundred and seventeen dollars from Anaplex <laughs> of America. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks, Anaplex. Thanks, Anaplex. You're ruining every. You're ruining the curve. <laughs> it's a, like you know. It's just like everybody's just like, oh man, we all got C's and D's on this test. I got an A. <laughs> like that's Anaplex. Uh, I like honestly stop stop robbing us of our money. Anyways, because I want I want Monogatari. Anyways, um, yeah, that's I have to go with with erased as well for I'm not crying, you're crying. That, uh, you guys know what I'm voting for. <laughs> we can't yeah. budget. Erased. I know. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, you voted for Erased. I voted for Yuri and Ice because it was goddamn <laughs> Are you loadsome, Sarah? Are you loadsome, Sarah? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's not polite. <laughs> That's really sick. Okay, so Erase definitely takes the case. This is going to be awful. We're going to, like, like people are going to listen to the recording and be like, man, Wiccan anime is so sexist. Like, look at them beating on no, that no. poor girl. If, I wanna say, if anyone does say that, just shut up because it's not true. You guys just have your opinions and I have mine. Sarah just likes really, really gay animes. That's all. Just... And you can add homophobic to that list, too, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> And you can add racist, too, because screw you, Detroit. (laughs) To end best of 2016, part one, what is our nomination for the most disappointing thing of 2016? The most disappointing anime. Now, I'm going to go first because everybody already knows my answer. I've ranted about it three or four (laughs) times. It's Keijo. I was so looking forward to Keijo. I was so looking forward to Keijo, and it was destroyed. You know what? You want to make it? Stop watching. Look, Jonathan. It was beautiful. Jonathan, you know, you know what I found helped make watching Keijo better was imagining that the commentary was being done by Speedwagon from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. (laughs) No, um, I actually can't agree with that because I do have a soft spot for Keijo, even though it's very mediocre. Oh. I, I thought it was, I thought it had no. such potential to be No, good. no, no. I have a far more disappointing anime than you, and it will win. Okay. Terraformer Season 2. Terraformer Season 2. Yeah, because Season 1 was so amazing. Season 1 was the balls. but um, And it was a manime. It was manly as hell. It, it was, was dangerous. The it nugs. was Yeah, it was Game of Thrones-style killing main characters. Um, and then season two was this like brightly colored fluff ball of <laughs> Shonen Jump of yeah of like whatever the hell shrapnel was left over from season one and changing the studio the script changing the animators changing oh. the script it was just it was tosh. garbage it was tosh awful 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 most yeah <laughs> oh Terraformers like season two such high hopes after season one and, and we like even promised like our our, our wicked uh, our hardcore anime crowd like when we were at Anime Boston we were like. Guys, Terraformer season two is coming out. Are you excited? And like everybody was like, woo! And then we watched it. And we were like, good god! Wah, wah, you know wah, that gif? Wah, wah. You know that gif online of uh, of Ron Swanson throwing his computer over the dumpster. <laughs> that that is the epitome of turning on episode one of season two of Terraformers. I actually only watched episode one of. Really, I watched the whole thing. It never got better. Actually, maybe I made it to zero. There was, there was one episode that was really good. One. One episode was really good in the whole season, and but the rest was still awful. No, maybe I made it... No, I didn't even watch episode two. Wow, I didn't even watch episode two. Crazy. Okay. All right, so that Who was else is disappointed? Who else is disappointed? Um, Sarah. Oh, okay. Sarah. <laughs> Yuri on um, ice. 
I, because you guys know me, I like sports anime. So there was a sports anime called Prince of Stride, and I thought that was going to be really good. And it just <laughs> wasn't. Uh, so it, I didn't hate it. It just wasn't good. And it wasn't what I wanted it to what be. What sport was so it? So that's most disappointing for me. Long jump. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's a kind of like track anime mm-hmm. plus parkour, so, sort of. So nothing like The Princess Bride? No. <laughs> Princess Bride is infinitely better. <laughs> Prince, Princess Bride is better than Princess Stride. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just wanted to just wanted to make that clear. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to go with March comes in like a lion. The, I was a, I'm a huge mm. fan of Honey and Clover, and when I heard that the creator of Honey and Clover was coming back <clears throat> with a new anime, I was really excited. But man, did she really drop the ball on this series? It was it was just way too depressing. It was like depressing to the point. Where it was like hammering it into like be sad, be sad, be sad, <laughs> all the time. The protagonist wasn't relatable, and it was just a poor story. And it's a shame because Shaft animated the show so gorgeously, but the story was just shit. So my disappointing so show was Tell March comes really in feel. like a lion. <laughs> This was a really passionate category. <laughs> yeah. Good thing we added it at, like, literally be right before we started this. Yeah. Um, I, uh, well, I mean, I gotta go, too, with Andrew, that, uh, that most disappointing was definitely season two of Terraformer. I think the most disappointing part of Terraformer season two was the anticipation after watching season one of Terraformers and then going into season two and being like, oh, yeah. okay, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Like, I actually... I actually could not wait for the first episode to be over so I could read the comments. Is it? <laughs> and Terra- Terraformers as a show overall on Crunchyroll went from a five-star rating, and then after season episode one of season two came out, it went immediately to a one-star rating. Yeah. Now, Which sucks because season two gets caught up in that, or season one gets caught up in that one-star rating. If you yeah. really think about it, the show One Punch Man predicted this was going to happen. Because in episode one, he's beating up all, like, the cockroach sort of creatures in, like, this most manliest of ways. And not all of a sudden, he wakes up, and it's the same cockroach characters, only they're wimpy little pussies, and he punches one of them. And we're like, we give oh, up! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Terraformers in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, right? That's actually kind of true. That's really funny, actually. <laughs> Are you guys sticking with your answers? I, I, I didn't watch Terraformer season I'm, two. So did you watch Keijo? Speak to its. I did watch Keijo, and I loved Keijo, and you know that. <laughs> I'm. I'm. So you're saying you're not going to vote for Ryan? Ryan? Definitely not voting for Keijo. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's. I guess that's still two for Terraformers. Yeah, there's still two for Terraformers. For, Terraformers is most disappointing. For, for all of you guys that didn't watch Terraformers season two, you're welcome. Yeah, watch season one. Yeah, watch season one, but do not go any further. Just read the manga. Yeah. Just actually, you know what? Just read the manga forever, like all together. Just watch. Just read the manga for Terraformers. In that case, we're gonna move on. We're gonna take a break from our best of. 2016 and we're going to go to our year in review and for our first category in the year of review it's time for japan's fetish of the year thank you so for this year 2016 the fetish of the year has hit every single mark that is just on the WTF-o-meter. I honestly, 
have no... It's the most unique and specific fetish I have ever heard of in my entire life that I, there's nothing like it. And when I saw it, I was absolutely fascinated. And it released at least four photo books this year alone. What? The fetish that I'm talking about is the photography of underwater knee socks. What's that, you might be asking? We talked about this at the beginning of the year somewhere. Underwater knee socks is a photo book compilation of girls in swimsuits of various uh, different sizes wearing knee-high socks and also either some form of uh, flippers on their feet or they're wearing jet propulsion uh, gear on their feet in the like same a, way that Strike Witch yeah, is. Yeah, like a Strike Witch. Yeah. So um, you have your un- underwater bathing suits, knee socks, um, sports gear equipment, uh, s- swimming. I don't know how many different... Bikinis is there, too, every once in a while. I don't know how many different things you can fit into this one very, very, very specific fetish. But underwater knee socks takes the case and it takes the cake in my book. Although that's still not the weirdest foot fetish out there, to be honest with you. No, and see, yeah, uh, I right? get, no, well, that it completely ruins the fetish because because like bathing suits by themselves are attractive, and you're gonna cover up the best part of wearing a bathing suit. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> which is showing off dem legs. Yeah, legs. I mean, and then you cover it, and then you cover up the legs with with underwater knee socks. F you, fetish. That's a dumb fetish. <laughs> wow, you almost said the <laughs> nylons. You bring me to my knees. Shout out to the 90s and mustard plug. (laughs) So that was Japan's fetish of the year. (laughs) And now in uh, continuing in our year in review, uh, let's talk about our biggest hidden gem of 2016, which I personally believe was uh, Magic Girl Raising Project from this season. I I don't know how many people watched it, but I know that not enough people. I watched it. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I think that everybody should be watching should be watching Magical Girl mm-hmm. Raising Project because it 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 uh, uh, challenges in every sense of what Madoka Magical was makes it goes that much further and pushes the envelope that much farther to destroy anybody's childhood of having the dream of becoming a magical girl. And I think Crunchyroll actually had a hand in the production of it because I saw it in the end credits mentioned. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. I remember that too. That's a very good point. Um, I would say for my hidden gem of 2016, that would have to go to Amanchu, a great show about two girls bonding over scuba diving, uh, blossoming towards a wonderful friendship. And it was one of those shows that just really made you feel good watching as the series progressed, even when there was an episode or two that was just literally about nothing. Oh, I loved, loved, loved Amanchu. Amanchu was, was good. It was so, it was relaxing. Yes. It was so good. I, I, I did watch it from beginning to end, mm-hmm. so I did enjoy it to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch Sensha Sanyu? Nope. It was yeah, because it's a hidden gem. Um, <laughs> it was a it was a slice of life comedy about three high school girls um, who like two of them were friends and one of them was like a rich girl that came out of nowhere and like uh, her father went into bankruptcy, so now she's like living on her own. Um, it was just really cute. I forgot about that. Yeah, you made, you tried to make me watch it. I tried to make you watch it because it was really cute. Um, and it was really funny, and it, it had some good jokes. You, you're all gonna just be like, "Oh, Sarah, <laughs> you, 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 you doing you, Sarah?" Uh, but for me, my gem of the year was the uh, movie Doku Say, 
um, which was the actual Yaoi movie that came out this year. Uh, and I went to go see it in theaters with my best friend, and it was really fucking amazing. I'm sorry. I just, I, it was really good. Uh, and I highly suggest you watch it. Because uh, it, I, I love, yes. How many other people were in the theater with you when you saw that? Uh, it was um decently filled. I think there was probably like a couple dozen. How many Fujoshis were in there? <laughs> the way you say that, you're like yes, just because it's a serious uh, matter, Sarah. This is the need to know information. You know what? Actually, at least half the audience was male, so not that many. Huh. Uh, but I think everyone was getting into it because it was you just were like you really when you're watching Doki say at least for me I root for the main characters they're so adorably clumsy and in love with each other and their romance is something that I just you know I see it and I'm like yes I'm rooting for you I hope everything works out and I think everyone was feeling that energy in the theater if I can <clears throat> remember that name Doki say Doki say or classmates that's the, the the English translation classmates that's it yes yes so, Classmates. <laughs> it's just like, I imagine there's just a period at the end of that title. And it's just like, yep, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's classmates. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um, so next up, we have our weebiest moments of the year. Can you recall back to a moment this year where you just like completely weebed out and uh, and, and were completely ashamed of every, your actions afterwards um, or yeah, actually you know you don't even you don't even need to be ashamed yeah. of it were, were you a weeb this year at all i was i actually yes. did it on an episode of wicked anime when we were traveling down to new hampshire and i called my car gps gps sama my car waifu <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> i wasn't there for that but okay yeah you were i was yes we were going down to new hampshire to see our dad and we needed to record an episode so we put we the- were going up to New Hampshire. Whatever. It's north. It's flat. The earth is flat. Yeah. We're not going up or down. <laughs> what is this, the 1500s? No, we're just flat earthers, Evan, obviously. <laughs> my, my, my weebiest moment of the year, um, well, because right now, I, in my apartment living situation, the neighbor next to me is my cousin. Um, and so I was, I was watching an episode of Haikyuu, uh, and I put this on Twitter, uh, when she texted me, Lol, are you dying? What the fuck are you screaming about? <laughs> uh, because I was getting so into it because Haikyuu is so hyped for me. So that's definitely my weebiest moment of the year as I just got so into it that she texted me, are, that I, are you okay? Are you dying? What is going on? That is pretty yeah. good. That's pretty good. I, as, 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 I can't top it. That's, that's what I got. That's the weebiest thing I did this year. Um, I guess the weebiest thing that I still kind of do and Andrew and Jonathan have been a witness to this is every time that I have to run quickly across the street I have to spread my arms back like I'm a ninja <laughs> you did yes I did an Naruto run, run. <laughs> I actually am working at an elementary school right now and uh, one of my kids does that all the time at recess because his favorite character in the world is Sonic and so whenever he's he gotta go fast yeah so whenever he runs in the Aww. field he's gotta go fast and we do feel really like you go cute. faster when you do that you know, it is more. Well, air, it's it is a more ninja, aerodynamic. It's a ninja technique, so and it's obviously less, it's less frames of animation. Got to so. be cool like ninjas. <laughs> it is. It is less frames of animation. Yeah. So for, technically, for humans to do it. Too. So technically, you got to go faster in order to draw less animation. Frame. Um, my weaviest moment of the year, which I think continues to happen, is um when I'm scrolling through J list 
and I look at like um, like an anime bikini like cutout, and I look at it and I just say, I need that. And then like, uh, thank God I don't end up buying it. But like, <laughs> thank but God even, you're broke. <laughs> yeah, but even, but even staring at it and being like, yes, yes, I yeah. need that. Like, and then and then taking a step back and being like, maybe I don't need that, but I, I but I want it. Where would I hide that? Would be yeah. the next question yeah. right after yeah. that. So, so yeah, I, do so I bought it. It's, it's being shipped to me. No, I don't. Well, somehow. <laughs> um, just, be, just to be like, I, I, if I if I can't have it physically, maybe it's somewhere on the hidden archives of my computer. Speaking of which, who did not, who was not tempted to buy those one to one scale boob mouse pads that they made this year? Um, well, seeing that one of them was Full Metal Demon Muramasa, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I love Muramasa's design is so sleek. I mean, heck, she's a dark-skinned demon girl, like, just, right up my alley. <laughs> I just can't believe that that's a thing now. Like, yeah. realistic physics on it and one-to-one scale. Well, have you guys seen the Muramasa one? Yeah. It yes. just came out. It just came out. Yep. And it's, it's her butt. Yeah, like, so I've and, seen it. Yeah, and it's it's like, you, you look at that and you're just like, what? Like, are you joking <laughs> You right can practice like, Keijo with it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, who has that? Like, who will buy that? And have it in their apartment. Which one of you two has that, see. Flemings? Makes me think of the uh, the, the principal I mean, from they're... prison school who buys it because he likes... Well, not just because he likes butts, but because... <laughs> You're right. Oh, it's good for my wrist. Oh, he would be all, <laughs> yes. he would be all over the Muramasa one. Oh. I mean, you know, people will buy anything. You know, the, there's animal fetish show with oh, snake Oh, Masu Musume. Oh. Yeah, that one. There, there was people who bought like that that uh, the body pillow the that was like foot one. Yeah, yeah, it's the thirty six foot one. That sold out within like an hour. It's not an so animal fetish, people Sarah. Buy. It's a monster fetish, Sarah. Oh, oh, oh! Excuse. Yeah, because uh, no, 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 bestiality no, no. is disgusting, yeah. Sarah. I actually yeah. entered a no, no, contest no, no. that Anime News Network was running where you could win that body pillow. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh. Did you win? I don't know Sarah, yet. The... If I do win, you'll be <laughs> the first to know. <laughs> when you when it comes to fetishes, uh, monster girls and animal girls and furries and bestiality are all completely different things. So there, get that weak sauce out of yeah, here. Yes, so there. All right, all right, <laughs> Mr. Uranice is in Stick stick to your semi stick to your semis and ukes, Sarah. <laughs> Uh, I like reversible couples. Uh, come on. Do you know me at all? So, uh, to end our year in review, um, completely inappropriate placement for it, but what are we looking forward to in 2017? Kenosubo season two. Yes. yes. Um, there are a lot of sequels coming out in season, uh, for season twos that I'm looking forward to, especially My Hero Academia season two. Mm-hmm. Um, you said Kenosubo season two, John Wick two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not an anime, but I'm looking forward to it. I am highly looking forward to the English dub of the hit movie, Your Name. I cannot wait to see Me that. Me too. I haven't seen it at all. Did you say Little Witch Academia? Uh, Little Witch Academia yes. TV show. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh my gosh, um, there's another bike anime coming out. And um, There's another bike anime coming out. <laughs> lastly, our biggest high hopes of 2017, uh, Ghost in the Shell live action movie. Hopefully it'll be good. That's right. my list. Guys, guys. There's another bike anime coming out. <laughs> um, more spats. And then there's a dark-skinned girl, too. More spats. Okay, what, what happened? All right. What? what I'm looking forward to, besides what you guys already mentioned, um, I'm looking forward to the anime adaptation of Akiba's Trip. 
which I'm a fan of the video game. Oh. So Ooh, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing how they handle that, that. That was one of the first things we ever streamed on Wicked Anna Play, which is a lost video. Yeah. Fun fact. I'm looking forward to Gabriel Dropout because it's from the same team behind The Troubled Life of Miss Kutora, Love Lab, and Kimoto Omaro-chan. And when those two to get, get together, the uh, director Ota and the uh, writer uh, Masahira, Masahara, one of those names, they always bring like some real comedic gold, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm looking forward to the spinoff of Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon, which is Sword Oratoria. Mm. I'm a big fan of that series, so I'm curious to see how that spinoff is going to go. And lastly, I'm looking forward to a movie, which is the collaborative film from Studio 4 Degrees Celsius and Ankama Animation, the same guys who did Wakfu, and that movie is Motherfuckers. Yeah, that one looks awesome. Great animation. There's a couple other things coming out too, if I'm not mistaken. I because th- I remember um, specifically March is going to be like a really busy season for us or a busy month of anime. March is still in the winter. Maybe it's April then. Season. Yeah, April is. April 2017 start. is going to be insanity. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, for you know the coming year. Definitely the second seasons, like I One Punch Man season two. Um, I can't mm-hmm. wait for that. I can't wait for Citrus, <coughs> which is a Yuri um, anime that's coming out. And I'm really, 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 really looking forward to this one movie. And it's uh, they're like it's like a reboot, like how they did with a lot of other anime recently, like Ushio Totora. But they're just doing a movie, not rebooting the whole anime. And that's Haikara-san Gotoru. I think that's how you pronounce it. Probably not. Um, and I'm just looking forward to that because I think that definitely they should do more of rebooting old anime, especially stuff that never made it to the U.S. in the first place. Mm. Back on track with our best of 2016. We are going to start off the category with uh, best husbando of 2016. Best husbando. And my first nomination is definitely going to be All Might from My Hero Academia. <laughs> he is the greatest superhero who has ever lived. Like honestly, I'm I'm not kidding. He's my favorite superhero of all time. Wow. It was my my honorable mention was uh, Torio uh, Toro uh, Tora from Ushio and Tora. I thought he was just so much fun to watch. And he's cuddly. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's true. Um, I'm going to have to go with Victor Nikoforov from Yuri and Ice. A tough-willed coach and skater. I know it's gay, but he's... <laughs> but damn it, he could be adorable. Especially when he gets super happy and his eyes get all watery. It's like, Yuri! That's all fantastic! It's like, oh, he's so cute. Can I hug him? Yeah. I love whenever his mouth, like, turns yes. into a heart shape. That, he, um... Yeah, Victor was so... Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big-game town, 
you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Much fun to watch in that show. Just like everything he did was hilarious. Yuri, die-bye. For me, um, I'm probably like, this is the thing. I like the spe- two specific types of male characters either they're really well like just characters in general not 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 just male characters but any characters either they have to be a dork or they have to be super super hot sexy (laughs) like there's no victory for me um so i i really liked reagan from one uh mom psycho 100 um because he's just a dork he just doesn't know it uh and i love that about him that's great i like that andrew um well, as far as husbandos go, the new JoJo. Prince. His name's Prince. <laughs> no. Um, Josuke? Josuke. Yes, Josuke. But I think the internet has collectively fallen in love with as their husbando is, uh, what's the cat guy's name from ReZero? Oh, yeah. I um, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't watch it. It's like so. Fee or something like that. Fae yeah. uh, or Fee or something like, something like that. But uh, that's true. If we had to, if we had to select who, who the internet thought was their husband, oh yeah, I would have to agree. Yeah, he is, he is the utmost greatest trap well, of all time. Yeah, well, because it seems to be like the fact that yeah, everybody's ignoring that he's a guy mm-hmm. and just being like, yep, totally, totally my, yeah, totally my choice. Like you know, <laughs> and, and that's what the internet's answer. Do is. not care. So he's like the Hideyoshi, um, like in Baka and Test. I don't know what that. Means. No idea. Oh, you've never <laughs> seen Baka? Sure. And Test. It's it's almost like he's straight up female. Yeah. Evan, but, somebody out there is is saying, "Yep, <laughs> you're right." You're Evan, yeah. about those wicked anime guys don't know what they're talking about, <laughs> which we don't. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> uh, yeah, Josuke is really good, but I may have to go with the cat guy from from ReZero. <laughs> Husbando, man, <Woo>. okay. <laughs> I, and, and and just same as last year, there's no way that we can we can pick. Uh, like from from one of these, like the best of the year, so we just keep it to a personal. Well, that's why we we stand. did like the internet's yeah. answer because last year, uh, who won waifu? It was uh, it was yeah Hestia, Hestia. yeah it would, it, it would hit and Hestia. a lot of people were very angry about that. <laughs> yeah, right. Sarah a lot included. Of were very angry about that. Absolutely. Well, I'm I was was inclined to agree either. I wouldn't pick Hestia for my waifu of the year. Yeah, but, but it was definitely. But the that was it. Choice. That was it. You it know? was the internet's choice. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, but like. Yeah. The, Waifus aren't just everyone's waifu; it's your personal waifu. Well, yeah, I know, and that's the that's the point. But we're talking about like the collective waifu of the year. We're not saying that it's it's everybody's pick end all be all. It's the same way that Which every other category. Because there's one this year too. Yeah, there's there's a there's a, wa- there's a, a waifu of the collective internet this year as well. Yeah. Blah. Blah. <laughs> um, which let's go on to the wa- best waifu of the year. Um, Evan, do you want to start? All right. So, mind if I just read off some honorable mentions that I was thinking of before I had to choose the waifu? Yeah, sure. So, like, my honorable mentions were gonna be like Saya from Dagashi Kashi because I, 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 oh, I, yeah. I, I can't resist like cute barista girls. Um, Hajime from New Game was really cute on that show. Akane from Flying Witch, the dark skinned witch girl. Hanabi from Scorching Ping Pong Girls. Hana from www.wagnaria, and hmm. Kaya from Kiss Him Not Me, and the little genie girl known as Rulu in Myriad Colors Phantom World. That's really interesting because my waifu wouldn't be Ruru, it would be Izumi. Okay. From Myriad. All right, so 
I was going through all these choices, and then I had a long discussion within myself. My myself was asking me, Evan, who do you have a keychain of? Who do you have a mug yes. of? Yes. Who do you have a t-shirt of? Yes. You have all of those of Mega Man from Konosuba. Yes. Oh, yeah. And that's a winning choice. Oh, so good. Absolutely. Even though my personal preference was that I like Darkness the best in the show, Megamine is so, such a close second that it's almost tied for first. Right. Like, but despite being like a bratty asshole on the show, she was like the least asshole of the assholes on that show. So, but one cannot deny Megamine's adorableness and stubborn mentality, making her such a joy to watch on screen. Um, I, <laughs> I uh, am going to be choosing Kaminashi Nozomi from Keijo. Wow. Wait, which one's that? The main character? She's the main yes. character. Really? I thought there were so many better yeah. girls than her. Rin Rin. Well, Rin Rin, yes, but. Rin Rin, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Evan mentioned a lot of my honorable mentions as well, like, uh. Um, Akane from Flying Witch. Megamine, I guess, would be one of my honorable mentions as well. Umiko from New Game. Uh, While we're waiting for you to choose, does it, who wants the results of the poll? Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Technically, it can go on for like another 23 hours, but we've got 36 votes in. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And 75% Mob Psycho 100. For best animation. 25% Boku no Hero Academia. Okay, so it's decided that uh, best animated series of 2016 would go to Mob Psycho 100. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. For once, we get one. <laughs> oh, and, and what am I talking about? Of course I know who my waifu of the year is. It's Rem from ReZero. <laughs> it has to be Rem, because um, as much as I love my, my dark-skinned girls, and there are so many of them this season, and they were so great... <laughs> um, Rem just like, yeah, just wrecked house, and the internet exploded. Exactly, yeah. Rem, too. Rem is definitely the internet's waifu of the year. I well. don't know because I think my waifu pick of the year also is the internet's choice because everybody lost their gosh darn minds when the textbook waifu of the year came out. Ellen Baker <laughs> from Boston. Yeah destroyed the internet. (laughs) And oh my gosh, Ellen Baker was the greatest waifu of 2016. You cannot fight it. Even to the point where the illustrator's like, stop it. This is a textbook. They actually had to make it. They actually, the textbook creators actually had to write a statement saying, hey internet, this is a textbook for elementary school children. Please stop making your fan art because elementary school children are going to look it up or their parents will look it up and they will find it. And that's what happens when you make a waifu for elementary school students. Yeah, and that's how you that that's Rule how you 34. kill. Yep, and that is how you kill school education and school textbooks. And she's a Boston Red Sox fan. It, I am it, geeking out over Ellen Baker. It's true, but I think in just just to kind of fight this counter argument as far as the the internet's overall waifu is Rem is still around. Ellen Baker is not John. That is a very good point. But then again, Rem is still overtaking the internet. Mm. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. Ellen Baker's that a really good that choice. That means that yeah. I get to keep Ellen Baker. That's right, yeah. <laughs> All to yourself. Yep. 
I don't have to share her with nobody. Whereas the internet is is love and rem. Christine would just sock me right in the face <laughs> conversation. So, um, perfect segue into connecting from this conversation. What is the best WTF moment or uh, WTF anime of 2016? I, I got you one. You got one? Go ahead, Sarah. Yeah. Haven't you heard? I'm Sakamoto. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was absolutely... One of the strangest things I have ever seen. Um, funny. That to, was close to, to being one of my worst animes this season. Yeah, too. funny to me for all the wrong reasons. Like I, I didn't actually like that show at all. I, no. Yeah. I mean, I'll totally agree with you, WTF. But I mean, man, I, did, I didn't. <laughs> Not in a good way, WTF. Yeah. See, well, the good, the thing is, is I thought the opening sequence of like the three guys playing volleyball. Oh, so like, funny! That was that like, is hilarious. That yeah. is absolutely hilarious. But the animation was trash. Like the comedy was just the same joke repeated over and over and over and over again. Yeah, and I really just and didn't they hit it, it and they hit it at you every like five minutes, like if not sooner, like two minute cycles of the same. Oh my gosh, he did something amazing that's so unexpected. Except it is expected. All right. Yeah, but it was like for me, it was like yeah, I know <laughs> that he's gonna do something amazing, but it was like, what is it gonna be this time? Yeah. Right, right, right. And that's like like the like the moment when he's like, I borrow, I need to borrow your face. You know, so we can, like, fight. And he just gets out the block of, like, clay and slams his head into it to make the impression of his face. I'm like, that is fucking brilliant. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, and even in the first episode, yeah, it was really funny when when he told them to, you know, like, dance around the fire so that it created a whirlwind, <laughs> so that it would put out the fire when really he, all he was doing was making them make noise so somebody I, downstairs would hear them. Like, see, pff, yeah, this, that's show, this show is funnier when we're talking about it. With yeah. Me. Almost and, like, in the same way, like, when Napoleon Dynamite came out and so many people hated it, but they couldn't stop talking about God, it. Gosh, you freaking like, idiots! So, yeah, that is that is a perfectly acceptable nomination. I do actually think it's really funny how we're kind of enjoying talking about the <laughs> yeah. show. Like, where it's like, yeah, this is fun. We're talking about... Remember when I hated watching this show? <laughs> no, but, like, we're talking, about the, we're talking about the jokes as if we... I know it. that. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Evan, what do you have? I have the ending to Kuma Miko Girl Meets Bear. Which we still haven't watched yet. So, like, I was reading about this ending and, like, how pissed off everybody was about this ending. And initially I was like, you know what? These people are probably overreacting. I'm going to watch it for myself. It's probably not as bad as people said it was. Oh, my God. It was the worst fucking thing I had ever seen in my life. <laughs> so, the show has a character of Machi who has grown up with this Wait, uh, bear gonna, cub. Are you gonna spoil? are you going to spoil the ending? I need to, because it's the only way I could warn people to not watch this. I don't know if we should spoil it on the show or not. Let's. Do, oh. I don't know if I'm prepared for that. <sighs> All right. Let me just say that when you watch this ending, Takuma Miko, Girl Meets Bear, you, you, not only are you going to smash your TV, you are going to burn your house down that holds your TV, because that's how angry you are going to be at this show. I really am so intrigued to watch it just yeah. because of that. I know. You're, you're telling people not to watch it, but how can they not watch it after hearing that explanation? All right. It's, like, Funimation's licensed it. All the episodes are on YouTube. Just don't say I didn't warn you. Oh, I'm prepared. Like, I was, like, uh, I was like kind of making fun of the people initially who was, who were bashing the ending. And then after watching, I'm like, yeah, that was the worst thing I've ever seen in anime. And I've seen some 
pretty bad hentai in my life. I have a WTF. Okay. And once again, it's Terraformers season two. <laughs> that's your WTF. That's my WTF yeah. anime of the year because. Yeah. Um, How's because it go seriously, from, like you? How's it go from huh? an anime to a magical girl anime? How does that even work? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and like you know, like uh, all of a sudden the bugs turn into rice cakes, and like you just you're just like I'm not scared of this show anymore. And why is it so brightly colored? Yeah, it's like, it's like boring now. Yeah, man. oh, it was far from boring. And then they had like Moe and Super D in it. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Again, so, like, like One Punch Man predicted this was going to happen. Yeah, like, so, like, as, as as far as it being, like, yes, it's the most disappointing of the anime, like, disappointing also implied WTF, because when I started watching the first episode, I was like, WTF. <laughs> yeah, um, mine, I had a nomination, the entire series of The Lost Village, which I don't think anybody watched, and you don't have to, it wasn't great, um, but I think that I have to go back to something that I also mentioned before, my biggest WTF moment of the entire year, Magical Girl Raising Project, I only need to be here for six months. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Watch Magical Girl Raising Project. I, I do. I have to watch that now. But I'm I'm actually going to throw my vote in for uh, Sarah's for Sakamoto. Yeah, okay. I'm, Sakamoto. I'm happy with that. Best WTF Sakamoto? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I guess totally I'll cool. I guess I'll throw my head into for Sakamoto, even though Kumamiko ending was just. It's, maybe you're not agreeing for the reasons that I nominated it for, but hey, it 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 is pretty WTF. Yeah, no, I I'm I'm totally happy with it, with doing Sakamoto for for this yeah, one because like, yeah. Well, I mean, did none of you were, yeah. did none of you have that as like an honorable mention or anything? I actually had it as a as an uh, I actually, suggestion no, no, for no. my worst anime of 2016. No, no, no. I actually <laughs> I actually did have it. For my for one of my honorable mentions, Did you? For, yeah. So, yeah, for sure. No, Sarah's not Sarah's not messing around with that one. Yeah, it's it's just it's, uh, it's the one of the, one of the other good moments. Just real quick, mm-hmm. is the, when they're at the porn store and he has to make his way in without anyone seeing, and then make his way out without anyone noticing and convince the cashier that he is an adult. A plus. <laughs> I laughed so hard. We're down to the last little section here, which gets into the most important stuff in the best of 2016. So our first one that we're going to do is the best Iyashike of 2016. Now, what is an Iyashike, you may be asking? This, an Iyashike is a genre of anime that just makes you sit back and relax. It is a warm summer day on your porch. It is... Can we just say slice of life It is. Well? Yeah, it's a slice of life. Like, um... I, but it's not, it, it is a slice of life, but it's a certain feeling that goes with the slice of life that makes it. It's so a warm important. winter blanket um, with hot cocoa on a Christmas morning. There you go. That's what it is. Um, can somebody say Flying Witch? Yes, so Flying Witch. New, so, so I will I say, say Flying Witch. Okay. You want to say Flying flying Witch? Straight then, up comfortable show. Great watch from up. start to finish. Very funny, very cute, and just one of the most relaxing things to watch on television. Oh, it so is. Yeah. Such a good show. Yep. And and for for whatever reason you may find it. I mean, like, I don't... I, I Honestly, you watch it and you say, I don't know why I keep watching this, but it is so, just so damn comfortable. Oh, no, no, no. I knew why I was watching it. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, Andrew, what do you want to nominate? New Game. New Game? 
Yeah, New Game was more of a comedy, though. It was, but I will accept it as an Iyashike, because it's kind of like a just going through everyday life making video games sort of thing. You got a good look at the industry. I, actually, I don't know. I, I would I would probably label it more as a comedy. Okay, so you're going to leave that one out? You're going to change it? Yeah. yeah. Degashi Kashi. Degashi Kashi was actually going to be my nomination, but I have another one that I'm going to nominate then. Um, because, yeah, Degashi Kashi is just utterly amazing. Just uh, Degashi Kashi emulates that fine summer day with your friends. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, spending the summer with your friends, so good. Um, Sarah? Uh, mine? Uh, I'm going to go back to Akagami no Shiriki Hime. Um, the animation, I think it's a lot of the animation and art in it gives it that, like, warm, fuzzy feeling. Uh, and I highly recommend it. Yeah. My nomination is a Manchu. Uh, just some great... A homely, like at home, best friends discovering a new start to life, sort of thing that yeah makes everybody happy. Um, but so Amanchu is is my is my thing the the scuba diving anime that was so very comfortable and had a great soundtrack. That was my um, second pick, and that's why I chose that as my hidden gem because I needed to give it an award for something because it was that good. Right. Yeah. Um, however, in my case, I want to go with the Degashi Kashi for mine. I'm going to go with Flying Witch. I'm going with Flying Witch as well. Okay. I'm going with Shiriki Hime. Okay, so, uh, Flying Witch it is. Yay. Flying Witch is a great show, and I have no problem with Flying Witch winning Best Yashike because it is the epitome of what an Yashike is. But I think, I think the thing is, is... Nobody knew what the term Yashike was until Flying Witch showed up. Right, because so everybody, everybody was saying, what do you call this? Yeah, what do you call this? Because everybody was watching Flying Witch and everybody was loving Flying Witch, but they didn't know how to categorize it. Yep. So it, it kind of brought this term out. Sarah, it is your time to shine. What is the best sports anime of 2016? It's definitely Haikyuu. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I, I just want to say... Right now, if you you should one watch Haikyuu. Um and when you do so, if you haven't yet, after you finish watching the last episode of season three, please please do me a solid and go back and watch the first episode of the first season, uh, because you will just realize how well written Haikyuu is. Because it, it's 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 the one line in the first episode where he says. I, I, there's a high wall in front of me and I can't fight it alone. And that's exactly what happens in the last episode. And it's just like this cyclical, amazing, like well-rounded story. And please go watch it. Please. I actually, I, I actually didn't have to go back to the first episode because when he said that in the last episode, I remembered it. Yeah, me too. See, see there you go. It's, it's just, it's amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan. Um, I'm going to go with Yuri on Ice. I'm, as okay. someone who hates figure skating, I was immensely impressed with this show. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was a, was a great show for its time. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so unique, so original. Beautifully animated. Thought? And to, yeah. I know sometimes it got a little tiresome watching the, the presentations, but it was cool to see how they evolved from beginning to the championships and not to uh, mention that it, the humor of it, the show, the relationships between the characters. It was just all good. Yeah. The humor, the, music music. the humor was definitely um, something that caught me off guard when I, I started watching same it. Same here. I wasn't expecting it to be that funny. I was expecting yep. it to be like a super serious show. 
Yeah, or that um, forgive the the uh, way I say it, but animation, like how animated it was, mm-hmm. you know, like, like that's completely inappropriate to say for an animated show. But um, but seriously, like the way that it was so animated, like it was it was pre- presented as such a lifelike show that when there was Super D and like the goofy faces and stuff in it, that I wasn't expecting it at all, and it was actually quite common in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so my sports anime. Mm, uh, Andrew, what, you, what were you going to say? Who were we kidding? The answer is Haikyuu, season three. Well, I know it is, but what's your nomination? <laughs> um, it's, Im- it's important to say what we also th- should be thrown into the ring, too. Well, the only other sports shows I watched this year were All Out and Long Riders. What about Scorching Ping Pong Girls? Uh, I guess, yeah, you're right. That, yeah. is a, that is a sports show, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Scorching Ping Pong Keijo. Keijo. Keijo's a sports show? No, no, spor- no, Scorching Ping Pong Girls is. Really? Okay. Well, I'm going to say All Out. Because I, I like it had a rocky start in the beginning, but once they added a, an, a very important key essential character to the show, yeah, I thought it was great. It's it's true. And I actually really enjoy watching yeah, no, it. No, I, I too really enjoy watching All Out as well. Now that they've kind of amped up the show and has a direction that it's going in, it is really good. Oh, what, high Q. Wait, raise your hand for high Q. Oh, it's everybody. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we kidding? High Q was the high Q has won. Every, Every year, year yeah. So yeah. Well, I mean, this is our second annual, but we did say that Haikyuu was the best sports anime, like, yep. the first year we watched it, too. Yeah. So. Good job, Sarah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> that's, that's, that's still your, your claim to fame here on Wicked Anime, is you made everybody watch Haikyuu, and everybody <laughs> loves it. You know, I wouldn't have it any other way, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. honestly. <laughs> If all if of all that happened because of our friendship is that I got you to watch Haikyuu, I can I can die. <laughs> <laughs> so the next uh, category that we have is the best comedy of 2016. <laughs> Evan, go ahead. Konosuba. I mean, that's what I thought. Come on, <laughs> it is like BBC comedy quality humor on that show. Like it is that. Like, I can't stop laughing. That's that's how you know it's a good comedy. Like, from start to finish, you can't stop laughing. And then you go back and watch it, and you laugh about different things. And you go back and watch it again, and you laugh about totally different other things. I put this show, like, really high on the pedestal. Not just of anime comedies, but comedy in general, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, very happy. I, I'm happy to say that as well. Um, for me... I would like to nominate Kiss Him, Not Me. Mm-hmm. I mean... How dare you? I was going to nominate Oh, that. I'm sorry. Do you want that one? I have another one. <laughs> yes, I do want go that ahead. one. That, Sarah, one's, that one's the one that I want to nominate. Sarah, go ahead. Kiss Him, Not... Mine's Kiss Him, Not Me, because I am the main character. <laughs> Hello, my name is Kai Saranuma, and that is just... It's it's very Stop funny. shipping us, Sarah! Reasons... I don't ship real life people. I only ship the 2D ones. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, Kiss Him Not Me definitely. Even if you're like slightly turned off by the whole yaoi aspect, it's still really funny. Well, that's what makes it it's funny. It's still funny yeah, on its that's own. That's what makes it funny. So I'm going to pick a very strange and unlikely uh, pick for this, which was a short anime this season, which was, um, which was To Be Hero. It was like one of the most unique comedies that we had that we had seen in such a long time. And now that it's over, 
holy crap, that ending. I like, haven't seen it yet. I know, but Nabashin pulled it together in the end instead of just giving us his nonsensical nonsense that he usually does. He took it and he turned it into something that completely made sense. And you're like, holy crap, this is a picture mm. that is like, this is a puzzle piece to a picture that's a beautiful painting. Yeah, I was really taken aback by the ending because, like, it was just from start to finish, all this batshit crazy stuff, and then suddenly, boom, the most logical thing that makes everything make all the sense in the world. Because uh, because I kind of argued it beforehand, um, I'm going to say New Game is my favorite comedy hmm. this yeah. season. New Game was very funny. New Game yeah, was very really funny. Uh, on top of being, being very, 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 very cute. <laughs> yeah. Hajime's best girl. <laughs> uh, no. Fumiko is best girl. Just saying. Are we going to have to... Uh, Why would it be any different? Yeah. Ko is best girl. Okay. This this one it has got some, some pretty good nominations in it, but best comedy... I, I would have to say, I think that I'm going to go with my original nomination. That Kiss Him, Not Me is one of the funniest shows of this year. No, Konosubo is definitely... Yeah, Konosubo. Kiss Him, Not Me. Oh, we're, we're split. split. Okay, okay, just real quick. I, I hated Konosuba. Ha! What? You're half British! That makes no sense! I don't think it feels... It doesn't feel like British comedy to me. I don't... And I, I if didn't you think watch it was Black, that funny If you watch all. Blackadder, you'll see that it has the same style of humor. I, 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 just, I just really didn't like it. I really didn't. Just go sit in a corner and think about what you did. No. I will not sit in my corner. I'm not going to the Yowie corner this time. <laughs> I'm sticking to my guns. Kiss him, not me. Well, I'm going to say that Konosuba was... As much as I love Kiss Him, Not Me to death, I Konosuba, there's nothing, no other show that made me laugh harder than Konosuba. Yeah. Well, uh, in order to break the tie on this, I would have to say that Konosuba is a very good comedy. And if we're sticking to our guns, that Konosuba is, is going to be... The winner, I will. I could change sides for that one. As much, as much. Don't get me wrong. As much as I love Kiss Him, Not Me, and I'm sure that everybody here loves Kiss oh, Him. Oh yeah, not me. everybody it was knows that Kiss Him, Looking forward to the most. But Konosuba, like Evan, honestly, you changed my mind about. It. I hated Konosuba for the first couple episodes, but you ch- you explained it to me, and you changed my mind. You did. Thank I you. I like Kenosa before. You are welcome. Yeah. Um. I. I just. I just want to continue the the trend of f you, Sarah, and all, and all of your answers. <laughs> yeah, I see how it is. And, and all of your answers. <laughs> Konosuba was trash. Well, your, Konosuba is winner. Your waifu is trash. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I love her. <laughs> um, Be hit right. by a bunch Best of butts, comedy. Sarah. Best comedy of 2016, Konosuba. So, our next category, Best Action of 2016. <laughs> and my nomination for Best Action is My Hero Academia. Because holy crap, was that show fun to watch. It is a really, really good choice. Plus yeah. Ultra. Um, and like, okay, so I remember how I was saying that that um, that All Might was like one of my most favorite character, like most favorite superheroes ever. He has the coolest superhero catchphrase of all time, yeah. when he enters the scene and he says, "Do not fear. Why? Because I am here." Sends chills down my spine every single time. <laughs> like, oh, it is the coolest 
and most noble and bravest yeah. well, every, catchphrase yeah. ever. Everything's okay because everything's I'm okay. Here. Why? Because I am here. That's something you say when you enter a party with a giant keg and, like, it's completely dry beforehand. It's like, everything's okay, because I'm here. Beer Man is here! Yay! Beer Man is here. My name is Yuri. We're going to have a dance-off. <laughs> Duff Man. So, Duff Man. Uh, oh, yeah! So, for me, uh, the best action, um, where I would have to say I was really, really excited um, that Ushio and Tora got its finish and it had some pretty cool scenes. Uh, I, Ushio and Tora's action was not the driving point. It was the story for Ushio and Tora for yeah. me. Um, but it and, was still an action. Yeah. Still and action. same with like, um, same with, uh, Kabanari, uh, mm-hmm. and the Iron Fortress. It was more the story that got me yep. than the action that got me. Um, I would have to say that, uh, 91 days. 91 days so, was really so good. 91 days had both the story and the action that really kept me going. But wouldn't that be a drama? Like, I mean, 91 Days was really good. It had great gunfights in it, but man, it was dramatic. Yeah, well, in the same way that you wouldn't categorize The Godfather as an action movie, yeah. more, of a, more of a drama, I still think that all the action scenes in it were good enough that they were, in fact, gunfight scenes. Yeah, right. That they were action scenes. Because mm-hmm. there were a lot of gunfight scenes. Um, so the story... And the mystery and the revenge plot behind. Oh, it was the biggest days. revenge plot I've, uh, I've seen. Yeah, so um, I, I have to go 91 days for best action. For, for me, I'm going to go um, back to Mob Psycho 100. Mm. Oh, yeah, um, good choice. Good choice. Because I, I mean, some of the the the, the one fight, the, every fight scene. Every, what am I saying? I'm trying to single out a single fight scene. Every fight scene in Mob Psycho 100 was really hype. Uh, and I awaited more and more and i really hope it gets a second season yeah especially because literally every fight scene ended with oh that was easy (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah mob psycho 100 was was really good and it it definitely deserves a spot on there because it, it, it was it was so well animated too yeah I'm gonna go with Drifters for my yes. Pick oh, action. good. I was. I was I'm hoping. so happy that somebody said Drifters yeah. because I made it because I was thinking it's like, oh man, what if it doesn't even get nominated? That's not right. <laughs> no, Drifters was just <laughs> badass from start to finish. Even like the even the, the moments where they're plotting out their like revenge and they're plotting out like all the battles. There is just this action and tension that's going on. And like their facial expressions and such, and then when you actually see them go out in battle, it's like OVA quality action, violence, and gore. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and um, and the way that Andrew said it when he was explaining the show, everybody like they're fighting so intensely and brutally that everybody seems so evil. Yeah, yeah. like legitimately, everybody is, seems so darn evil. Oh, because, absolutely. Because there's so much hatred and like, and brutality in it. Ugh. I don't even know how to describe it in any way. It's just super fun to watch. That's true. Oh, this is really tough. It is. Everybody said something really good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, how do you pick a, a great action show to be to begin with? I, you know what? I'm gonna vote for My Hero Academia. All right, I'll vote for My Hero Academia. As yeah, well. My Hero Academia. All right, Ooh, I guess I'll be the odd man out. I'm voting Drifters, but I'm happy that My Hero Academia won. Well, yeah. all I gotta say though is when it comes to the wikis. 
if they've gotten a nomination, it means we recommend this show. Yeah, yes. right? Exactly. So, yes. I mean, we're not saying that. Unless it's is... like a worst anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Which is coming up pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> can't wait for that one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so like all those shows that we mentioned are phenomenal. But yeah, My Hero Academia, All Might takes it for me. Because yep. freaking All Might is an amazing hero. Like if you want like a role model hero to follow i really truly believe that all might is a good choice because he really like in and out of superhero form truly cares about everybody he saves yeah like he's a true hero he's not he's not a masked hero he's yeah. a true hero in every form um and the cool part about my hero academia too is that yes season two is coming out next uh year but also the manga is being published in america right now and it's past where season one ended and i think there's like four or five volumes out right now and there's content from season two in those so if you want to if you like my hero academia so much that you want to read the manga for it and and see what happens next you can it's a it's readily available right now to buy Mm-hmm. So, next category, best drama of 2016. Mine for this category, again, Orange. Orange was like so heart-wrenching, so good, such a a crazy good love story, friendship story, like friends that are so loving and caring towards one another that they figured out a way to travel through time to make their past selves save the lives of one of their friends. Like, such a beautiful story behind the whole thing. And even there's even parts of friends sacrificing their actual love for another character in order to make another character happy. Like, and it, that's how intense the drama gets in this show. And it's it keeps you glued to the screen the whole time. I kind of have a feeling this is going to be a repeat of Best Story, almost. Maybe. Uh, best Story, Best Writing. Because I'm going to say... Well, maybe not because Kenosuke is a comedy, but... Um, because uh, I'm gonna say erased again. You're gonna say erased, erased was for the best drama. drama. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, ugh, there's there's <laughs> not much we can say about erased. It's it's just amazing. besides that, it's amazing in every way. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and nominate Yuri on Ice for best drama because hmm. uh, that last episode just right to the feels, <laughs> right to the feels. <laughs> so good. So good. See, I didn't I didn't understand the hype of the last episode really, I don't think. I, I I liked the show, but I mean at the end I was like, Oh, that's kind of it. I feel like there could have been a little bit more. I feel like that there could have been a, a little bit more epilogue. It's a Fujoshi thing. See, but they're 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 doing a second season. Ah, uh, uh, well, okay, that makes sense. See you next level. They don't want to show all their cards because what's gonna happen in that blog is because what's gonna happen in the next uh, season. But then but then my problem comes in does it need a second season? Mm, Cash money! I'm, I'm going to watch a second season. Whether it needs it or not, I'm going to watch yeah. it. <laughs> That's what I should have said for for 2017. Boruto. Oh! As, as many people are, are disappointed about that, Boruto is coming out next season. I can't really, drama. Yeah, I really can't think of anything besides of Erased for dramas that impressed me. Because I never got a chance to watch Orange... So I might have to yeah, leave my pick blank since someone else picked a race. Word. Um, that's okay. I, I know. You uh, could say Keijo. Dramas. <laughs> dramas um, are very hard to pick from. Hey, uh, Evan, what about Kiz Niver? I only saw the first episode of that. Honest. I never got a chance to watch that show. It's still in my queue. What? I know. And I'm a fan of Studio Trigger. It's Studio Trigger. I know, I know. Dude, 
Like, all the episodes of the season have come to an end, and it's like the first thing I'm going to watch before the winter season even begins. I, I, honestly, I, I think that uh, 91 Days deserve the spot in this category more. But That's true. But I, th- I don't know if um, if it would have won in that case because... Because Erased. Really erased. Because Erased. Yeah, because Erased. I mean, it's hard to beat Erased. <laughs> you can't. It really is. It, yeah. I don't, I don't know, unless Sarah, unless Sarah wants to, you know... I never saw Erased. Oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> okay, so, Sarah, listen to me perfectly clearly. I, I'm, I'm serious. You are so happy in the case that we watched Haikyuu. This is how happy we would be if you watch Erased. Just... It's not that I don't want to watch Erased. I just never got around to I it. I know, but just saying... That's how we feel. You're going to marathon it from start to finish, which you are lucky to have that opportunity because (laughs) we had to wait for these episodes to come out. See, that was another thing is that I I don't like to watch certain anime that I know is going to be like really painful to watch week by week. Haikyuu is my only exception, but um, I don't. So that's why I waited and then I just never got around (laughs) to it. Fine. Listen, I'm going to watch Kiznaiver. Sarah watches erased during this during the break of anime and i'm gonna watch kuma friends yeah kuma miko <laughs> and hate the ending i'm not but i've watched everything i so actually far, really so. want to watch orange i've watched everything so far so you guys are, are way behind <laughs> at least i finish you didn't watch doke you say so <laughs> Boom. <laughs> well that's very true i didn't watch doke you say so, before we move on to our big top winners of the year, we're going to take another little sidestep to what do you think the best OTP of 2016 was? The one... Tr- Victor and Yuri! So, I, I'm, I'm guessing Sarah, her pick is going to be Victor and Yuri from Yuri on Ice. I, I mean, I don't know what gave you that idea, but yes, that's exactly what my pick is. <laughs> All right. (laughs) Their relationship was not one-sided. They both had feelings of affection for one another, and they didn't do a good job of communicating it until later on. But when they did, it was just so obvious to see how in love with each other they were and how much they cared about each other and how much they wanted the other to be happy. Uh, And that is why Victor and Yuri is the best. It's ironic that his name is Yuri. Um, <laughs> on ice. <laughs> my, I think my OTP pick is uh, going to be Subaru and Rem. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you because that's what we're going to say. From, uh, from ReZero. Because from the very beginning, Subaru is set up with Amelia who's the first girl that he meets when he gets transferred over to the fantasy world. And that's a good first pick from the beginning. But the fact that it it travels over into the rest of the show to the point where he doesn't pick his OTP, which is Rem, um, and, it, and it set the entire internet ablaze saying, what is wrong with you? The, the show is legitimately written so that there is no reason whatsoever as to why he likes Amelia and he doesn't pick the girl who's legitimately in love with him and confesses her uh, feelings for him during the show and he just straight up says no I like Amelia because of reasons and that's it and like like the fact that 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 OTP is out there among so many people and it wasn't picked 
Like, it's just mind-boggling to me. Just, like, some of the worst writing that they could have possibly yeah. done. Because, yes, that was your OTP, just to kind of mix it up a little bit, I also had Deco and the Frog Girl. Oh, yeah. Because, like, and it's really funny because he, he seems to be... Um, Suki. Yeah, he seems, to be, he, he seems to be shining towards, like, the, the girl that he met first. Yep. Um, but they seem to be more friends, but Suki seems to actually yeah. like him. Yeah. And I think it's real. I think it's really cute. Yeah. Um, cause she's kind of awkward and like, you know, has a weird power that kind of like makes her look weird and, and everything like that. But like, because he's so awkward and she's kind of awkward, it's just, it's, it, I thought, it's I, a good I, mix. yeah, I saw that and I was like, wow, that's great. Yeah. I'm actually going to go with Yuki Kurihara and Shinya Mamutsuki from the show Momo <laughs> Curry. I mean, the, uh, they were a really cute, adorable couple. <laughs> and yes, I know that Yuki had her really gross and stalkery habits. And I know that the friends wanted that relationship to die in a dumpster fire. But it was just uh, so freaking cute. It was so funny. Yeah. It was funny. It was legitimately yes, funny. It was legitimately funny. But they were perfect for one another. And even if it turns out Momo didn't quite mind Yuki's weird habits. Good for OTPs. Uh, Tumblr. Hey. Uh, the, Evan, the other category that you wanted to suggest for this particular section was best anime or anime-inspired video game? Yes. Okay. Um, what do you have for that? Because I'm not sure if I have one. Senran Kagura? Senran Kagura. <laughs> well, actually, I have Valhalla, the fantastic visual novel where the drinks you serve your customers sets the stories in motion. Great characters, amazing pixel art anime style and visuals, and just a really engrossing story. It's truly a game that changed the book of how you should do visual novels. Senran Kagura. Yeah. Yeah. Did either of you play Galga and Double Piece? No. No. I don't nominate that one, though, because I really want to. (laughs) Um, I'm actually sure that there's one in here that I would like or that I would like to nominate, but I honestly can't think of it for the life of me. Well, seeing that Senran Kagura wins that one because, and even yes. we have all of our wicked anime fans backing us on that one as well. Cause we have the weirdest, largest following like of fans be in Senran Kagura ever. Mm. <laughs> our fans are awesome. Nitro yes. plus was fun. Yeah. yeah Nitro, Nitro plus, plus was, was cool fun too. Cool. Good short break. It's time to get to the, down to the nitty gritty. Yes. Uh, this is our big finish section because we have the last three categories of what we're going to talk about for 2016, which is good because we're getting close to two and a half hours of this recording for <laughs> our big finish. The very first big category that we need to discuss, who was the studio of the year? Um, I'm going to nominate Bones. Bones is good a choice. They had, uh, they had a great year. A really they had good a year. great year. They had a really good year. They had Bungo Stray Dogs, My Hero Academia, Akagami no Shiriki Hime. Uh, there's a couple more. Mob Cycle 100. It was just a really good year for Bones yeah, all around. Yeah, it really, really was. Uh, they they did have a really good year, and they and it's it's no wonder that they're top dogs when it comes to animation. My studio, however, though, is a fan favorite and definitely probably America's most favorite anime studio, which is Studio Trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, they put out some great products this year. Uh, Little Witch Academia is what we have to look forward to. They put out uh, Luluko, Kisniver, which was an amazing original property that they put out this year. Holy crap. Um, yeah, 
uh, Studio Trigger will forever be in my book as one of the greatest animation studios ever because they're such they're so small time yet everything they put out is like something to that to sh- like you can't just like sh- you know sh- sh- shove over to the side you can't even though my favorite studios are A1 Pictures and Madhouse uh, the most anime I watched this year were from TMS Entertainment uh, Doga Kobo and JC Staff so uh, and I think. TMS Entertainment has it only because they did Sweetness and Lightning. Mm. And what but, else did they do? Well, uh, and they did Relife. Yeah, Relife, which is something that so Relife really needed to be on this list somewhere, um, or uh, as an anime because everybody needs to watch Relife. It was yeah. amazing. Um, but I really uh, Doga, want a season two of that. Um, Doga Kobo is the studio that does just cute things. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, we need a cute anime to be done. Oh, Doga Kobo. Because they did like New Game and uh, and Sancho Sanyu, mm-hmm. but JC Staff does everything. You know, yeah. JC Staff did uh, did Food Wars, etc. Whatever you, they did, you, Flying Witch. They did Amanchu. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go with JC Staff because I did watch the most anime from JC Staff this year. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna go with um. I hope I'm pronounce this correctly. I'm I'm going with um Lurache, and they're the ones who. They started out the year with the second season of Assassination Classroom and the very well-received Undefeated Bahamut Chronicle, two very good shows. But then they had to go and stare at Shaft, who had rewritten the book of Magical Girls with Puella Magi Modoka Magica, and go, ha, I could top that, and did Magical Girl Raising Project, which just re-re-rewrote the book on how to do Magical Girl anime, dark Magical Girl anime. And they're already starting, uh, and already 2017 looks pretty good because it just started a, a spinoff of Assassination Classroom called Koro Sensei Quest, which is just a full-on comedy series that makes fun of everything within the Assassination Classroom universe. Even though Assassination Classroom was also really funny. It's just like they just amplified the humor of the show. But mm. Lorice, they really impressed me last year, especially with uh, School Live and Monster Musume, two fantastic shows last year. And again, they really impressed me with what they did this year. So that's why I'm choosing Lorice as the studio of the year. I honestly don't know how we're supposed to pick from from these. Uh, I will always be a fanboy of Trigger. However, Wait, did Sarah say hers? Yeah, she said Bones. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, which I'm I'm inclined mm-hmm. to go with because I mean Bones did put out some really good products this year, um, but I mean every I'm, wow I'm about to say like the corniest thing ever everybody tried their hardest <laughs> <laughs> everybody did a good job everybody is a participation trophy no but I, I I don't know which one to pick I might lean towards Bones because yeah they put out a lot of really good stuff I mean Bones can really pump out the anime then I'm gonna lean towards Trigger and be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> No, Studio Bones did a really good job. Yeah, uh, Studio Bones did take the did take the cake this year because yeah, they, so they put out one of my most favorite animes this 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 year. Yeah, so I'll go with Bones. Studio Bones really Bones. killed it this year. So good job, Studio Bones. Keep keep giving us some really good animated stuff. <laughs> it is time to for us to to really let it all out on the table and discuss what was the worst anime of 2016. <laughs> There are so many choices. Well, I can tell you that my pick was Terraformers Revenge. Mm-hmm. Terraformers Revenge was the absolute worst piece of garbage I have seen 
in my entire life. And you watched the whole thing. And I watched the whole thing. So I can say for sure that it really was one of the biggest pieces of garbage that I've ever seen. And I have one, I have one and I have an honorable mention. My honorable mention um, is... Dis- dishon- yes, dishonorable mention. Uh, has to be the Ace Attorney anime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. <laughs> it was It was. Really I tried bad. Like, to watch it. I'll admit that it was really freaking bad. But that is just an honorable mention, and anyone's free to steal that. But for me, what was personally offensive to me the most was Super Lovers. <laughs> Uh, which is the quote-unquote yaoi show that came out this year, um, and I fucking hated it. I've hated it ever since it was a manga. I have no idea why it ever became popular. I have no idea why Dean decided to animate it, except, oh wait, I know why. They always choose the shittiest yaoi to animate, and so it gives yaoi a bad rep. So fuck you, super lovers. You're so shit. Look at those giant hands they have. Yeah, Studio Dean is awful. The only thing they, the only good thing they did was Konosuba, and you didn't even like that. <laughs> I liked Sakamoto, and they did Sakamoto. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> and so was Super Lovers. So that's that's my pick for worst anime of 2016. Excellent. Uh, okay. Studio Dean is my worst, uh, my worst studio of the year every year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my pick for worst anime is about a guy who isn't just the cool. Isn't just the cooler, but he's the coolest. Haven't you heard? I'm Sakamoto. Ah, yeah. (laughs) That was one of the worst things I've seen all year. It was like they tried too hard to showcase Sakamoto's quote-unquote perfections, and I couldn't get into this suspension of disbelief mode with the show, as it just proved to be just. Way too cartoony for its own good. <laughs> and Keijo isn't too cartoony? No, back, no, I'll because Keijo is treating itself as a serious show that's actually funny. <laughs> Sakamoto is. Sakamoto. <laughs> it's just one of those shows where you watch it and it's like, of course he's doing all this because he's a cartoon character. Like, if they had done Sakamoto as a live action show, I think it would be super funny. But because it's a cartoon, it just just did nothing. It just, it just felt too random for me. That's a really good point. I would I would have been on board with um, Sakamoto as a live action show for sure. So I'm gonna go with a show that nobody watched. Only I watched, and I didn't even finish it because it was so bad. Um, no amount of dark skin girls or cat girls could have saved the show. It was a show called Cerebus, mm-hmm. and it was the most run of the mill like, copy-paste fantasy anime I've ever seen. Like, oh my gosh, there's an evil dragon. Oh my gosh, they killed my parents. Oh my gosh, I'm a spunky brat that is has a mentor that's toting me around, and I think I'm the best. Like, and they just, like, chock-full this show with, like, here, have your cat girls. Here, have your, have your uh, bathhouse scenes with cat girls and dark-skinned girls. And, like, wow, this, this show sucks. <laughs> Uh, it was like it was seriously one of the worst fantasies I've ever seen, hmm. as as far as anime goes. Like, cause like the the environments they were in were bland. The story went nowhere. They tried to introduce characters and they just didn't add anything to the story. Um, they could have gone one way that would have made it really cool, but they decided to go another way that was just like, wow, that sucks. This is the worst D and D campaign I've ever seen. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Cerebus. 
a show that nobody watched and a show that nobody cares about. I have uh, one real quick dishonorable mention, and the only reason why it wasn't nominated <coughs> was because at the very last second that it could have, it clawed its way back out from the top, which actually turned it back into an okay show, which was Berserk. Um, <laughs> yeah. Berserk was easily one of the worst animated shows of the year because they did it in 3D and we all know that Japan can't animate for crap. Well, and see the thing is well, 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 hentai 3D people can animate for crap, but mainstream <laughs> anime people can't animate for crap. Apparently. Um, and, yeah. but, but like I said, it wasn't nominated because at the very end it clawed its way back out from the top and it made, it turned into a really cool ending, but it seriously took like five or six or seven episodes yeah a long time to wait because see the thing is is i was just like holy crap like berserk is coming out from the movies you know you have the berserk movies from the golden age they're going into the dark ages oh my gosh we get a tv show about berserk this is amazing and then it doesn't follow anything from the manga mm. it except was, it does later it does later but like it was it was just dumb i didn't want to see berserk that was an original story i don't care if it's written by the original creator he should have been working on the manga because you know as because we we get maybe one manga chapter of berserk a year maybe maybe every two years we get one new chapter of berserk um and then he goes on and, and plays idol master because that's all he does apparently and uh and and we just got this mediocre anime that was berserk but it was an original story of berserk that didn't progress the story from the manga at all Cause like I was really excited. Oh my gosh, we're gonna go see the fairies. Oh my gosh, we're gonna go see um, whatever that I that I've read so far, and we just didn't get any of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I would agree. Dishonorable mention, Berserk. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Berserk, you're a manime. You get get with it. <laughs> Man, I, uh, I guess for a dishonorable mention for me would have to go to the the like revamping of a popular Tatsunoku OVA, which was Nurse Witch Kamugi. And they did Nurse Witch Kamugi R, which was nothing like what the original Nurse Witch Kamugi was. So it was very <laughs> disappointing. So time to pick. Uh, I picked Terraformers Revenge. I'm, I'm not sliding from it. Terraformers Revenge is easily one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, yeah, I'll go with Terraformers Revenge because I've already voted for it a bunch of times this, <laughs> this show. So Ter- Terraformers Revenge was easily one of the worst atrocities that ever, happened to anime. That ever happened to anime. Because because not only did you offend like people who like terraformers, you also offended the people who thought that they were going to get the se- the second season of the first season. Yeah. And they didn't even get that. Right. They got some sort of gross gross show. <laughs> See, that's that's Super Lovers is gross to me. It's just gross and disgusting and I hope that it crawls back to the depths of yaoi hell where it came from and Studio Dean can go up itself. And I kind (laughs) of hope that wherever Sakamoto floats away from like he did at the end of his little run, it's into a big fiery dumpster where he'll burn for all eternity. And I'll join him. With with all the other white <laughs> Hey, Sarah, it's me, Sakamoto. I took all these empty pizza boxes and made a tuna nota casserole. That's Sakamoto <laughs> See, in a nutshell. See, we, we, he, he'd get thrown into the dumpster of fire, and then he'd find a way to put it out. <laughs> with the pizza boxes. With the pizza boxes. <laughs> with dancing. That leaves us with our final category, which is the best anime of 2016. Here we go! Well, 
Well. Do you guys have any guesses? Sagamoto. Ha ha Keijo. ha. No. Uh, <laughs> Keijo. I, I, I'm, I'm going with Haikyuu uh, because I love Haikyuu and I will always love Haikyuu and it will always be the best to me at the very least. Even if it doesn't win the best of the year, it's the best to me. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, Haikyuu always deserves a spot because it's very well animated. Soundtrack is always great. Uh, characters and writing are top-notch awesome. Uh, and I'm inclined to agree with you that, that you know, Haikyuu is one of the greatest shows that has been put out in a long time. Uh, but you know my problems with this season, too. <laughs> uh, especially season three that came out this year. Um, I mean, the, the other two seasons were completely flawless, but this one was a little flawed in just the respect that, you know, it had to do with the match that they played for the entire season. But yes, Haikyuu definitely deserves to be a nominee on this list. Don't get me wrong. Haikyuu is amazing. Deserves its spot. I have to say, like, out of all the anime that I watched this year, like, the one show that still kept popping up in my mind every single day, even after I finished watching it, I have to go with Konosuba. It's that one show that I couldn't stop thinking. And... I'm so excited that we're getting the second season in a couple weeks. And I really wasn't too sure if it was going to be my pick for best anime of 2016. But then I remembered our dinner at Champions the night before Anime Boston when we're with, with the Manga Gamer crew. Where we were just talking about the show. We were quoting it. Like, we were quoting lines from the show. And I've never seen anybody really do that with anime in recent memory. And Very just true. how funny the lines were, the dialogue, how great and douchey the characters were. And for this to be, I know it's Studio Dean. We're shitting on Studio <laughs> Dean throughout this entire, like, the past 20 minutes or so. But they did a damn good job with animating the show because I felt their animation helped to push the humor. Like, the blobbiness of when Aqua's crying in the cage and she's screaming, Purification! Purification! As, like, the, <laughs> as alligators are trying to eat her. It's just everything about Konosuba worked for me. And there's a reason why that I put it so high in the pedestal. It reminded me of when I first started watching, like, Mr. Bean and Black Adder and the Young Ones and Bottom. Watching all of these asshole characters acting like assholes but being super funny because they always got their just desserts at the end because they were assholes and nothing really good comes to the assholes in the world. And yet the next... Seth and Yowie. Oh! <laughs> but yes, Konosuba is my pick for best anime 2016 because it just, it, it just really tickled the British comedy like fix that I needed because not even British comedies of the last couple of years have been as funny and kind of offensive as Konosuba was. Very cool. Um, I'll go next. Uh, my nomination for this year is my favorite action of this year, which was my hero academia. So well animated, best characters, best superheroes. I cannot wait for season two. Not much I can, not much more I can say about it. You guys made it so hard because I'm straight up torn between sweetness and lightning and erased. Um, but I guess where sweetness and lightning tugged at my heartstrings, so did erased. 
Um, and I pretty much from the winter season, like watched a race and I said like, wow, this could be one of the best animes I've ever seen. And so I'm going to have to go with Erased yeah. as, as best anime, um, uh, as, as my choice, because again, there was no scene that I've ever seen as far as writing goes, where I'm watching that scene where she starts crying and I'm just like. What, what is this? Like, what's, what's happening to me? What is it? What's happening to me? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the characters just cared for each other so much. Um, and, you know, the, the juxtaposition of him being, like, an older person than a younger person. Mm-hmm. You know, of, like, like how did he become this when he's understanding being a kid even more? Like, I don't know. It's it's amazing. Like, so I'm going with Erased. Yeah. Um, Erased is the best. Honestly, I, I kind of set this up because from the beginning, I, I kind of knew that Erased... In, in my heart, I, I also thought that Erased was going to be one of the greatest sh- shows. Like, from, from the moment I saw it, and from the moment like the, that we were sitting in, in our respective places, and the moment that an episode ends, we would be texting each other talking about how godly an, an episode of Erased was. Like, I honestly have to say that I also have to go with the nomination of Erased being the greatest anime of 2016. I'm gonna thank you. I'm gonna it's go. It's so with, sad that you haven't seen it. Even though my heart, you know, I love Konosuba, I do have to agree. Like I said, Erased didn't wasn't just an amazing show, but it just changed my perspective on what you can accomplish in animation in general. For me to watch that and then make the decision to stop watching. Like, most of the Fox animated TV shows, except for Bob's Burgers, because Bob's Burgers is still really awesome. For me to stop watching, like, these shows that I've watched for decades. Like, I've watched The Simpsons for decades. I've watched Family Guy since, like, for 15 years. And for me to be like, I have to stop watching these shows because they cannot compete with what I just watched. Maybe way back in the day when they first started, but not today. So Erased for me, I am okay with choosing that as best anime of 2016. And while Sarah, you sit on Haikyuu, which is very much well-deserved in, in its spot. Because every year it seems to be on our list somewhere. It is. It's mm-hmm. just constantly on our list. It appears that we have a winner. That's okay. As I said... I do not begrudge. There's a lot of great anime that came out this year, and I'm just glad that so many came out that were so good. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. This was just a great. I'm like, honestly, if if 2017 brings out half of the shows that were this good, I would be happy that it, if it were half, because then I would have a lot more time <laughs> on my hands other than watching anime. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's. I, I want to run down some of my honorable mentions that were, didn't even make this list as well as they should have because they were such good shows that weren't represented. Um, Food Wars Season 2 kept kept its legacy going of how great Food Wars was. Relife really needed some love here because Relife was one of the greatest written shows of the season. Uh, Bunko Stray Dogs... Uh, Bunko Stray Dogs actually was was such a good show too. It was mentioned, you know, when Studio Bones had put it out. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure still continues to be a kick-ass show. ReZero, some great writing with some hiccups at the end, but even still, nonetheless, a great show. Ushio and Tora continues to be a great legacy of a show, and it's come back, and it finally finished yeah. in anime form. And, uh, we got so to see the end, and like, the end was great. Well, because I mean, like 
Ushio and Tora has been coming out since 1994. Yep. And it never finished. And, and now it, it finally has. And now it finally got to finish its story. And it felt like an old 90s show from the very beginning. Yeah. Like, so good. Um, and then, finally, Myriad Colors Phantom World. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a good, colorful show. I loved it. Um, one show on uh, on the honorable mentions list, though, that should have been on here more, like Andrew had mentioned in Best Anime, was Sweetness and Lightning. Please, yeah. if you have if we have not talked it up enough, you have to see Sweetness and Lightning because it is just one of the greatest shows possible known like like known to man. It it truly does deserve this honorable mention, especially for uh, Best Anime of 2016. Sweetness and lightning. Mm, I would say a big thumbs up to the ending for Assassination Classroom. They wrapped it up very well. Animation was amazing. And even when it was getting really sad, it got to the point where, you know, the mission had to finally finish. And I don't want to spoil what happens unless, you know, because I want people to watch it. Which, fortunately, Assassination Classroom is on Crunchyroll right now. So you can watch it there. But man, they did such a great job with it. A fantastic adaptation. It makes you feel something. Like the, the, it makes you laugh. It makes you cry. It makes you pump your fist. It is. It was such a good show. I wish I had found a way to mention it a lot more in the Best of Wiki show. But there was just. But that's how good 2016 was for anime. There was just so much anime. That just shone brightly. It's hard to name them all. Even, I wish we had more chances to talk about, like, Magical Google Raising Project. Because that was such a great program. I wish we had a little bit more time to talk about Flip Flappers. Because that was such a fun show. I wish we had more time to talk about Kiss Him, Not Me. Because that was such a great adaptation of one of my favorite manga series. But, but isn't that, like, w- what the what the beauty of doing this is? Is, like, you really get to kind of figure out what really, truly was the best yeah. yes. that you watched all season. Absolutely. Yeah. There's there's one anime that I want to just throw out there that, that I didn't get to mention, and I'm pretty sure I'm probably the only <clears throat> one here who watched it, which was The Daily Life of a High School Fudanchi, mm-hmm. which is, if, uh, you, if, you, yeah. if you like... Kiss Him Not Me. It's along the same lines as Kiss Him Not Me, but it's a short anime. Um, and if you're not familiar with the concept of Fudanchi, Fudanchis are just dudes who like Yaoi. The Fujoshis are women who like Yaoi. So this is like the main character. He's like into Yaoi, but he's not gay, but he just likes Yaoi. <laughs> and that's really funny. And I think that it's, it's on Crunchyroll. So I highly suggest it if you enjoyed Kiss Him Not Me. Well, that wraps up. Another entire year of anime. Holy crap. Like, I remember when I started making my 2016 list with Erased, and it has lasted through this entire year. Mm. I I cannot believe that 2016 is gone, and that we're on to 2017, and I have to start a completely new list uh, in my phone and my computer to keep track of all the anime that I'm going to watch for this season. Uh, I look forward to it, and I look forward to more episodes of Wicked Anime with you guys for 2017. Hey, 2017 is going to be the fifth year anniversary of Wicked Anime. Yay! Uh, and and I really hope that we get to bring all of you guys some really awesome content because of it. So thank you for listening to this extremely long episode of Wicked Anime. I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I really want to uh, hear what you have to say and what you disagree with 
our categories and what really should have been the winners of 2016. That's wickedanimereviews at gmail.com, all one word. Tell us your nominations. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime where we post all of our news, all of our videos, all of our content, links, podcasts, and everything. You can find it on facebook.com slash wickedanime. Find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime where you'll find our uh, podcasts and videos. You can also find our podcasts on SoundCloud, um, iTunes, uh, Audio Boom, like uh, Google Play, anything where you can find find that stuff. Definitely find it and give us a f- five star rating on iTunes. Leave a comment and review. It's really important so more people will see us there. Um, YouTube, uh, YouTube.com/slash Wicked Anime Reviews, which is the homestead of of Wicked Anime, where all of our video reviews are coming out. And I promise that I have my Christmas vacation at school. Finally, my first vacation that's longer than two days in four years. So I'm going to get a lot of content done for you guys. Look forward to it. Um, and you can also find us at Tumblr, wickedanime.tumblr.com, Wicked Anna Play uh, on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, tweet us at Yo Wicked Anime and just find us all around the web and support us uh, nerdyshow.com. Thank you so much. We look forward to our fifth year of Wicked Anime. All right. So for the recent news, reviews, podcasts, episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. So if you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on No Borders, No Race, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck, on the J-pop, anime, and video games amino pages at kingbabyduckesh. And on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com. And on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Inc. Like us on facebook.com slash Brigade And on facebook.com slash Land of Esh. And don't forget about all the other shows under the Land of Esh. Including The Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Smashed Rook, and Nerd Crave. And... By the time you hear this episode, we would have completed our top 20 albums of 2016. Um, I hope you enjoy my picks for what were the best albums of the year. Um, You'll probably hear me on Phil's recap and review on his year-end special uh, talking about my top five favorite TV moments, two of which are anime-related, and two of them are the shows that we talked about on this program. And also, I was featured on the show Artcast with my buddy the DCD and David, where I shared my top 10 video games of 2016 and the top five, or actually, we call them the fuck five worst and video games of 2016. <laughs> so, yeah, I got to cover both and all, basically everything under the rising, under, well, under the sun of video games, anime, music, and TV. The things that matter most in our pop culture. All right. So um, if you want to (coughs) listen or watch a lot of the anime that we talked about today, a lot of them are on Crunchyroll. So if you go to crunchyroll.com slash 42believer, you can get a free trial and, you know, try out their premium services, you know, no ads and 1080p. And for some of those anime, you you definitely want the 1080p. So uh, give that link a try. Also, if you want to uh, follow me, I'm on YouTube, 42believer on Twitter at 42Believer, and I'm also on Tumblr at, you guessed it, 42Believer. And that's all I got. Listeners, we look forward to a wonderful 2017. 
with you guys. And we really hope that we can pump out some great content that you can be proud of to watch and say that you're a fan of us. And we really hope that we can do right by you. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you on the interwebs and you can look forward to hearing from us because we're not going anywhere. Uh, but for now, it is time to start 2017 and uh, we're going to start by signing off the only way we know how. K-Bye! Happy Greek Kwanzaa, everybody. I still can't believe Yuri never got shot while he was in Detroit. <laughs> he had to come home with some battle oh, scars. Come on. Oh, that's I'm surprised be they the weren't show. arrested in Russia for being gay. That, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're actually right about that. Oh, God. Wow. Duh. So political all of a sudden. Oh, oh wow. Hey, w- Wicked Anime is a... Po- hey, you went there. I go hey, there. Hey, Wicked I Anime is a politics-free show. Thank you very much. <laughs> We're here to talk about anime. That's what our fans said. So, we have to Wicked Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.